Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Clutch Conversations. It's your boy Mike back at you one more again on a Thursday evening. It's almost the weekend. I know I'm ready for the weekend. I don't know about y'all, but I am ready for the weekend. First and foremost, shout out to my lovely wife, Takara. Thank you so much for being on the ones and twos. I love you and I appreciate that. Also, shout out to everybody in the chat. And then shout out to Replay Game for those of y'all who will be catching the replay of the episodes later. And as a reminder, audio recordings of Clutch Conversations uh, are now available on all major podcasting platforms. So please go out there, rate us, review us, follow us. It really helps us out. Really appreciate the support. And speaking of support, make sure you're out there supporting U.S. Arc and U.S. Arc Florida. If you're in this reptile habit in any shape, form, or fashion, Please make sure you support U.S. Arc in any way that you can, whether that's a membership, whether it's a one-time donation, whatever you can do to support helps spread the word, do what you can. But we definitely need as much support for both of those organizations as possible. And then also shout out to the homie Armless Angels. I appreciate all the love that you and the family and the homie Stephen from Wetter Morris showed this weekend at Tinley. It was dope hanging out with the fam the whole time. Really, really enjoyed it. Really appreciate it. Had a great time. Tinley was a blast and we, uh, we definitely need to get into that. So I want to get into the show. This man needs no introduction. Y'all all know who he is. That's who y'all here to see. We got Billy Rose from Mutation Creation. Kicking it with your homie on Clutch Conversations. What's good, bro? How's it going? Good, good. You can hear me well? Yeah, yeah. You sound great, bro. Awesome. Look at this. Appreciate it, bro. Looks good on you, bro. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, Austin dropped it off with a few other peoples and said, uh, hey, man, like, look, look, I got a bunch of shirts for you. I'm like, super cool. We just compiled <laughs> it up. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're on that tonight. I'm like, yeah. He goes, here. He goes through all the shirts and he goes, put it on. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So, oh, that's what's up. Repping the gear. Repping, repping. I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was, it was great meeting Austin. He's dope, man. He's a real down to earth person. Um, he's actually going to be on the show uh, in December. I think like the first Thursday oh, in cool. December. Yeah, but yeah, it was, it was dope getting to meet him. Um, he, he was super cool, real down to earth person. I'm, I'm glad he uh, made the deliveries for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm glad, um, you know, him and Jaffe went. It would have been cool for a lion to go too, but he's just, you know, waiting on the damn passport thing. Um, But what's good is, uh, you know, I've been to Tinley a few times, um, not in the last five years, unfortunately, but um, I've been to Europe and some other big shows. And just for them to see how big the industry is, like, you know, we're big in Canada, you know, you know, mutation creation, you know, there's there's a lot of companies and and people breeding that, that are big, we're big breeders. And, you know, we, we, we do well, um, you know, in our market, but the market is so small here compared to the rest of the world. And, you know, to, you know, you talk about it, but when you actually go there, Austin's like, man, it's crazy. <laughs> he goes, dude, there's nothing like, I'm like, yeah, I know. You know, you're preaching to the choir. I know. That's what I've been telling you. Cause it's a real eye opener. Yeah. So, you know? It was amazing, bro. Like, um, I didn't know it was Austin's first time um, at Tinley until he told me. It was my first time at Tinley, too. Um, up until that point, the biggest show that I had gone to was uh, Daytona. So I've been Daytona, to Daytona. Yeah. Well, that's Daytona big, too. I mean, that's, that's pretty big. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You know, I think Tinley but is messy. Yeah, it was a Tinley totally US. different experience. Totally different experience. I enjoyed it. And it's kind of like centrally located. So it was a lot more people there from like all over. It was dope, man. I had a yeah. blast. 
I had a blast. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and I, I, I'm sort of jealous because, I mean, that's all that was on my feed over the weekend. People <laughs> posting selfies and look who I ran into and yeah. the amazing animals and the booths and the guys set up. And then, of course, you know, the the, the dinners and the get-togethers afterwards. It's just yeah. like, man, like, I, I need to, uh, you know, to participate somehow quick. So, man, you we know. saw some crazy stuff. Saw that uh, special Pompeii from JSA. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah, the lighting guys, crazy. man. Yeah. They, yeah, uh, they really cranking out some awesome stuff. Yeah, and then um, Levant's had a Ultramel. Uh, wait, no, Stranger Doublehead Ultramel clown on the table. I was like, oh man, and she was like four hundred grams. Yeah. Ah. Like, ah, yeah, that was great. That's that's just what, you know, that's the thing is with, you know, there's a lot of guys out there like that. Like, you know, when he shows you stuff, imagine the stuff that that, that he's not showing us. Right, right. Because if he's letting that go, just imagine what he has. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so real quick, uh, for those that might not know, give us a little bit of background, um, even before the reptiles and kind of leading to how you got into reptiles and ball pythons specifically. Well, I used to actually uh, a long, long, long time ago, you know, probably close to almost 30 years. Um, I used to uh, import. I used to, have to do fish water, uh, fish water, saltwater fish. Okay. And uh, um, I had a buddy that I, I met going to the store all the time. And uh, I actually got involved helping import, you know, a lot of li- like corals and, and live rock and, and different types of fish from Philippines and, you know, Indonesia, Fiji, stuff from, you know, L.A., and uh, that was, was sort of like a main hub. And I would import saltwater fish. So I was really into that scene. And then one day I just really? walked into uh, Big L's to go talk to the guys that I know and pick up some stuff. And, you know, they were busy. So I'm like, yeah, let me just walk around because I've, you know, you know, 20 minutes of walking around fish I've already seen. Like, l- let's wander off. So I go over to the reptile department and I'm like, holy shit, look at the size of the snake. And it was this big, normal ball python. And... Uh, you know, I walked out with it with the tank and the lights and everything else. And okay. of course, I, I learned, uh, you know, it was it was a, it was right out of uh, Africa. So it was an, uh, an import. OK. Yeah. And uh, full of ticks, full of mites, didn't eat, you know, and of course, keeping it under the red, you know, red light at night, the white light that didn't have, you know, everything was improper, you know, had everything in there except like. I don't even know if I had a hide back then. I don't even know. I just did whatever I was told by the guy at the pet store. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, it didn't, it didn't do well. And then when I went back, I had this whole setup and I went back to do the fish thing. And he's like, Hey man, you know, how's that snake doing? I'm like, Oh, that that thing died like a month or so ago. And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, we get all, you know, all in and they don't really look that great, but you should check out this store called port credit, port credit pet center. It's located in Port Credit, and they specialize in all these, you know, um, exotic animals. I'm like, what? So one day I went in there, and I was just blown away. Like, what? The, look at the color on these things. Spiders, scorpions, leopard geckos. They had king snakes, um, um, corn snakes. They had, you oh, wow. know, boas. Uh, they had, like, I've never seen uh, a chameleon before. You know, except on TV, but a chameleon and different types of chameleons and lizards and frogs. And I was just like, what? This is crazy. Wow. So that just took me to a whole new level. And of course, I started off buying a bunch of every, everything. I had corn snakes, king snakes, you know, f- frogs. I had uh, like leopard geckos, cave geckos, bearded dragons, uh, chameleons. 
you know, a little bit of everything. The whole reptile zoo. Yep. And then I started, <laughs> uh, um, you know, getting into the ball pythons and I just ended up sort of transitioning just to ball pythons only. Okay. That was many, many, many years ago. So what made you transition to ball pythons only? Um, well, first with, with the, with the uh, lizards and stuff, mm -hmm. um, crickets all the time and uh, you had to do this and it was a lot of work for maintaining all the different species and uh, it was almost like uh, it was more work for me because oh we're out of crickets oh really then I got to go to the store and I'm you know of course you go to the store you look around you buy something else it's just yeah. it's, it's, it's <laughs> been there done there for sure. like, you know what um, I, I sort of got out of the lizards um, and, and the frogs and stuff. And, and I, I kept uh, the corn and the king snakes. And uh, I even had some sand boas back then. And uh, I had ball pythons. And then slowly it's like the ball pythons were bigger. And, and you know, I, I just sort of, uh, I don't know, I guess it's just something in me that just liked the look. And, and it was like a snake. And it was, it's cool. Not like the, the corn and the king snakes. And, you know, that that's a snake, but it does looks more like a bigger worm. And, you know, but the <laughs> colors were so cool. And that's what really attracted me back then. And then I just transitioned out of that to the ball pythons, and, and I've never looked back. So. Nice, nice, cool. So, um, when you transitioned over into the ball pythons, was it just going to be like a pet keeping venture and just have several ball pythons, or did you have the mentality I want to breed, I want to make this like a, a breeding hobby or a breeding business? Um, not to the extent like I'm still blown away uh, of you know where I'm at now and where I was five years ago and even five years. It's it's just it's it's crazy. And I, I'm afraid to see where five more years is going to take me and what I'm going it, to, it's just nuts. Um, but I wanted to breed um, because I, I liked what was going on. Um, I wanted to try it and uh, learning about, you know, back then um, breeding and you could turn it into a little side business and invest in it. You know, I was like, yeah, let me give it a try. And then failing for so many years, and it's like, man, this sucks. You know, I've got to be doing something wrong, you know, and you couldn't turn to the Internet and, and have, uh, you know, a Patreon or or videos. Hey, this is how you breed. It was none of that. It was pre. pre what year was this about roundabouts? Um, 90, 1996, okay, 1998. Okay. Um, yeah, actually, that's when I probably. I bought my first. Um, I think it was a pastel in 2002, 2003. So, um, you know, back then there was normals. Uh, I got a bunch of het pies and, and het albinos. I don't okay. think even clown even existed. This is like pre-clown, or at least wow. we never heard of clown. Maybe someone brought it in from the wild and we're trying to prove it out, but you didn't see that. You know, you saw the the recessive stuff. And this was like before pastel and spider and cinnamon and and, you know, all the, uh, the, you know, the, the, um, the old time genes. So I heard when clown first came out, they didn't think it was genetic. Uh, there was articles out there that were saying it was probably not genetic. Yeah, it, it was crazy. And, and any new um, morph that came out, any new gene, we were just like, oh, my God. And then we didn't even realize, you know, the, the, the genetic capabilities of, of making it. Because I remember when someone took a spider and put it to a damn bum, uh, pastel and made the bumblebee. Man, it rocked the earth. Like, we were going, oh, my God, you see the bumblebee? And we didn't care about the wobble, even though it was there. Like, it was just like, oh, my God, it's so cool, the color, what we can create. And then, 
you know, the killer bee. Oh my God. It was nuts. And then pinstripe came and started making it. And then do you know what the pewter is? Oh my God. It's crazy. You know, Greg Graziani and stuff doing the, the stuff down there. It was just, it was just insane. You know, it's like now, you know, when Justin or someone makes this crazy combo, we're like, Oh my God, mind blowing. I can't believe we can do this. That's how it was when they were making bumblebees, man. And, and lemon blast. It was nuts, but, uh, it's just crazy. Yeah, because the excitement is all the same. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's something exactly. new. It's something you've never seen. It's crazy. Like, it's mind-blowing. Like, it's cutting edge. Like And at that time, that's what was cutting edge. Everyone hadn't seen it. Yep. It's uh, it's, it's pretty nuts, man. Um, and, and that's the thing. Like, I still get excited over stuff, just like I did back then when, when a new gene came. Now it's not just a new gene. It's a new combo. Because we don't really get to see – you know, new genes, you know, that that's, you know, they come out here and there, but a lot of people are trying to prove them out and, and market it properly and see what the capabilities of and get ahead of it before they sort of release it or, you know, let people sort of get into the project. Um, but now it's combos like, wow, man, like, look at this. Wow. And we're all trying to work towards that. Yeah. So I, I love it, man. It's just, it's, there's no end to it. And, uh, you know, you get blown away every year, especially if you're growing your collection and mm -hmm. you're putting in for the long game, which is to me, it, it's the only way, you know, yeah, I, I mean, agree 100%. It, it's the only way to go. Um, you know, people, uh, there's, there's more than one way to breed ball pythons. There's more, you know, some people want to do things a certain way. Not everybody wants to be a big breeder. Uh, not everybody wants to have, you know, 40, 50 clutches. Some people are happy with 10 or 20 whatever works for you, but the sky is the limit. I mean, you got Mike Wilbanks doing two, 3000 clutches a year, man. Like, he pushes out a lot. Like, super next level, man. Like yeah. it's crazy, you know, yeah. but that's what he loves and that's what he does. And, and it's just, uh, you know, everyone has their own, uh, you know, position that they, that they want to be in. So speaking of collections, let's talk about collection foundations a little bit so let's talk about it from like the ground up let's talk about how like like maybe a new breeder getting into the game how should they build their collection like what's the best strategy for that well it depends like it, that's that's the thing like you know uh, obviously i have a patreon and um you know we do a lot of q and a's every couple of weeks and i'm trying to give as much information and guide people the best way now, um, the one thing I like about the Patreon is I usually do one-on-ones with a lot of the people, especially on the higher tiers. Uh, the reason being is if you don't have the space, you don't have the time, you don't have the budget, um, it's a different story for every person. I can't, you know, hey, Billy, I want to get into Desert Ghost. Okay, well, what do you have? I got $5,000. Okay, you have any animals with DG or head? No, none. Okay. That's a different conversation than someone's like, hey, Billy, I got 50000 to invest, and I want to do DG or Pi DG or Clown DG, but it has to have DG as a base. And I've already got this, 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 and this in my collection. Sure. Two different separate uh, advice. And if it's the same, it's crock of shit. You know, it, it really is. like Straight up. You know, if I'm going to give somebody $50,000 and a bunch of animals already in the project, the same advice as somebody with nothing starting off with five grand, bad advice for both people. So um, I like to tell people, one, um, you know, breed what you love. Um, you know, you hear it all the time, uh, but, but it's true. Yeah, you got to be happy to look at it when you open up those tubs. Man, and, and stick with it. 
You know, like, I mean, I've been working with Freeway now. This is my 13th year coming up. And I'm still hitting <laughs> mad stuff. Like, the Freeway clown stuff, you know, is coming out. Like, it's, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're just scratching the surface. Um, but, I mean, the super asphalt combos I'm hitting, and it, it's just, it, it's amazing. And like I said, I mean, I'm going to be doing that for, you know, years and years, even for the next 10 years. So there's 22, 23 years I'm working on one project that's elevating me my my collection and, and my my passion further and further and other people are giving me you know uh, inspiration and, and ideas you know with combos that i don't have and go wow that's crazy so you really want to work with something that you enjoy that you love and um you want to do it where you hear it all the time you know you want to buy two or three females minimum for each male Always get your females, you know, at least a, a year before you purchase the male. And, uh, you know, try to get the genetics in the male that you want to have in that breeding program. So if you don't want champagne in every single clutch, don't put it in a male. Because True. if you breed a you champagne male combo, your chances are you getting it into every single female that he breeds is pretty highly uh, It's going to happen. Yeah. You know, but if you want to work with champagne on, on a low scale, even spider or some of these other genetics, put it in a female. If you want to work with it more, get a couple more females with the genetic in it. But I believe that if you work on smaller groups, uh, one male to two or three females or four, and you keep doing that and keep repeating it the same way, you, you're going to do well. It's where people get two of this and one of this and five of this. I got this gene. I got this gene. Yeah, but what are you doing with it? You've got, you know, you know, oh, I, I got sunset. What do you have? Oh, I got this uh, sunset female. Cool. What else you got? Nothing. What are you going to, I don't know. Well, you're definitely not making sunsets because you don't have anything else to put to the sunset. Like, True. you know, you know, when, when I say, oh, I'm into sunset, it's like I got five females, two males. I got some double hats and you know, that's being in a project, not just having an animal. Oh, you know. Oh, I got some hurricane. What do you got? Oh, I got a, a yeah, a pastel yellow belly hurricane meal. Okay, so that means you got the genetic. You're just not, you know, it's it's not a, it's not planned. You know, people say it's like, you know, hey Billy, what do you got for pides? I don't know, but when I type in my husbandry pro, Google pied, anything pied, het pied, fifty or sixty six percent het pied. I got over five hundred animals with that in it. Clown, I got over six hundred. Yellow belly, I probably have seven hundred animals with it. Yeah, I'm in the project. Yeah, <laughs> you know? definitely in the project. I'm definitely <laughs> in the project, you know. So you, you really want to be strong and stuff in, in, in a project and push it. You know, I'd rather I'd rather have a stable base and keep building than having a little bit of this and all over the place and never pushing it to its full potential. You're just scratching the surface of each. You you want to, you know, build something strong. And that's works best for me, right? I, I basically give advice on what's worked for me and what hasn't worked because i i've done a lot to get here and i'm still learning i'm still doing stuff true so like with high-end codons let's, let's say this is use stranger as an example you got any like tips and tricks or advice about getting those high-end codons um well it depends what your goals are right so um you know if you're gonna get i mean to me I think, and, and, and I can say this and be very confident, I really think that every animal in your collection should be at least recessive or het for some recessive. 
Okay. So if you want a two, three, four gene, awesome looking snake, it should be het for something or it should be visual minimum. Or, you know, then you go to the next level, you know, two, three gene pied het for something. And then, you know, two, three gene pied double het for something like you, you got to keep, you know, going up that stairwell. You know, it, it's, it's a long flight, but, you know, you got to keep walking up step by step. It, it's not all going to happen overnight. But if you definitely don't want to be when when people are on the third floor having attempts of making these incredible animals where the whole industry is going. You don't want to be on the ground floor going, shit, I should have walked up with them. I should have started. That <laughs> was a good time to start, but you're three floors behind. Yeah. But, you, know, you better keep starting because they're going to be on the fifth or sixth floor when when you get to the third. But it's better to get to the third than keep staying on the bottom. So you, you yeah. really have to um, think long term. And uh, anything good doesn't doesn't happen fast. Like, you know, I'm hitting shit now that I'm like, wow, but I started the project in 2017 and I missed in 19 and 20. And now I'm reaping the rewards by putting in that time and holding stuff back and purchasing other animals to help that that project grow and help me with better odds. So I'm reaping the rewards now, but I had to put the work and the time in, man. I mean, it's not just, oh, I want to make this two animals together. Oh, look, he made it. No, it's, it's, if you don't have the right shit, you ain't making the right shit. That's just how it is. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no corners. We can't just sit there and go magically be het pied. Magic. Yeah, you, can't, no. you can't control it. You can't you control the odds. Work in, man. So you got to put the work in hundred percent. Yeah. I know for me, stranger and the strangers, one of the genes I want to get in. That's why I ask people about it a lot. Um, I probably just need to go in and bite the bullet and do it instead of waiting yeah. because everyone's going to be like on the ninth, 10th floor and I'm going to be just trying to get in. Uh, but for me, I know I want to like working into some recessive stuff, like double recessive stuff uh, specifically. And so that's how I'm going to strategize my way into it. Cause I really want to see it in like the ultra clown project. I think it'll be dope. So that's why I, you, oh, I love that music to my ears. <laughs> His ears are like going, yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. It, it, it is, man. I, I really love the project. Uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff being made. There's a lot of stuff that's been made that, that I don't think people have shown yet, but I definitely do think it's, uh, well, at least for me, it's something that really lights my eyes up. Uh, I, I'm excited. I invested heavily into it. Uh, I, I want to see what's coming and, um, it excites me. So if anyone else doesn't like it, I, I'm not trying to do this for somebody, you know, when people say, well, you know, you're just doing this stuff for the money. Well, why am I making the good shit and not even selling it? Like, yeah, you know, I was in it for I was the just money. doing it for the money. I'm and then selling. why am I buying all this cool high-end shit? If if, if 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 someone's in it for the money, why are they buying shit the hold to make shit the hold to keep doing that? So three to five years down the road, if if I'm in it for the money, I could be making way more now and just selling everything I produce. But you know, and I'll do well. Like I I'll do stupid well. But in two or three years, I'm gonna feel how stupid I am for, you know. My business is up and up, and every year now it just takes a, a landslide. Bam. Right. Oh, how, how do I get back up? Start all over, dummy. You're back on the ground floor. Everyone's on the third. Ah, shit. Yeah, you gave him the alley oop, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, it, it's crazy. Like, I make amazing stuff and I sell the stuff that I don't want or I have too much of, you know. What does everybody want? The stuff that I'm holding back. You know, <laughs> that's what sells, man. The high end stuff sells like crazy. You know, it sells faster than the low end stuff. And, and, and people don't believe that. 
Yeah, you know? yeah, the higher end stuff sells quick. Like I noticed it on Morph Market. Like I'll put stuff in my favorites, and it'll be like some nice stuff, and it'll be gone. And then like some other two days stuff, later to see if it's still there. Yeah, it's gone. It's, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. But then like some other stuff that's like maybe lower end to mid tier, it'll sit there for a while. Yep. It'll but the thing is, is everyone has their tier, right? Um, you know, people have to buy in with within their budget. But if you're buying some decent, you know, low end to mid end stuff. You, you get that, put it in your rack, grow it up for a couple years. Then you go get a powerhouse mail or something that's, you know, equivalent or better. You're still going to do awesome, you know, but your odds are against you for hitting multiple, especially if you're into the double head. If you're beating double head to double head, you're one in 16 to hit the double visual. But if you do a pied hat, say pied hat lav to a lav hat pied, now you're one in four. But you had to spend more money to get those two instead of the, the double heads, right? So... By spending more, you're, you're, you're cutting time and you're getting better odds for yourself. Right. So, you know, you got to pay to play. Like, it really does. Yeah. But you don't, not, you know, oh, I'll never make anything or do well because I don't have money. That's bullshit. It's just going to take you longer. Yeah. You got to either have time or money. Yeah, guess what? Like, how do you think the dreamsicle came to be? They didn't just get a dreamsicle, breed it to an animal, make dream. They made fucking double heads. And then they raised and missed and did this and one and sit like, I mean, that's how it all started. That's what we're doing now. Yeah. Why isn't there like a whole bunch of uh, monsoon clowns and monsoon pies available? Because we're making double hats and we got to hit the one in 16 odds. That's the right. only it's hard to make them happen. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, stuff like that ain't going to be cheap for the next five years because the supply is never going to meet the demand. And right. we're all chasing it. And we're all playing with one in 16 for fuck's sakes. It's not an easy game to play. One and four is a lot easier. Eventually, one and two and one to one, man, cool. But you, you got to get there, man. And you can't get there by, uh, you know, not holding back and not, you know, shooting for the long game. You got to play the long game to do this well. So are you shifting your focus uh, primarily to like double and recessive uh, projects? Even quads. Even quads? Okay. Yeah. I mean, Austin just uh, – no, don't tell anybody. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, he's going to shoot me if it's too late. <laughs> Sorry, Austin. I already told him, but he just had a, a quad hat to quad hat pairing, like a multiple gene quad hat to quad hat. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah, what he, are the odds of hitting the quad on the quad hat to quad hat? Is isn't it, it one in 256 or one in 128? It, it's high. Yeah, so you're saying there's a chance. Um, <laughs> but when you do quad hat to quad hat, um, you know, you're one in four to hit a double visual right. instead of one in 16. But you just don't know what double visual, but it looks like you hit um, uh, one, if not two, triple triple visuals, which will be sixty six percent hat, and they're bangers. It's pretty nice. It's neat. <laughs> so, so you think the genetic testing? You think that'll change your strategy? Any um, in terms oh, of comparing to one hundred percent? It's definitely uh, you know when I got involved like five or six years ago um, up here in Canada, sending my my sheds in. Um, you know, it, uh, it was definitely where it is to, to this day. It's definitely gonna, you know, definitely help out, especially breeders and, um, you know, people wanting to purchase hundred percent hats with someone that's paid for the genetic testing. I think, uh, that'll help save people, uh, because we're always going to be chasing some stuff. Um, and, and I think it's going to be years and years before we have all the different, uh, genetics to test, um, you know, I mean, uh, I know up here, um, we've got about 15 to 20 genetics that were this close to basically 
having as well as the four or five that are available now. Okay. You know? So um, it, it's uh it's, it's a process. It, it's, it's a, it's a long game, but, um, so where I are think, you sending your, uh, stuff to get tested? At? Well, because we're in Canada, we can't ship to the United States and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So we don't have, I mean, I don't know if we want to make it into a business up here. I, I'm not sure. Um, you know, I'm going to talk and uh, see how we go about it, but, um, you know, it, it's not easy to find where these, um, you know, genes sit um you know on on the or how, how to sequence it how to how to find the actual genetics mm-hmm. um, or the allele on the allele or whatever the technical term is um i mean it took three or four years to find pied um i'm pretty sure they have clown in the u.s um yeah. now up here um we are we, we found it we're just tweaking it to make sure but now that doesn't say that it there's not different types of clown you know i mean that's what they're saying like you know it could be that um it could be sitting different spots like i don't know the technical or the the the, the biological term or anything like that i'm just like oh cool you can do that cool you know it's like oh and they start talking all scientific and i'm like i don't know speak to me in in english like i have no (laughs) idea all these fancy awesome words and you know, it sounds cool. I just don't understand it. But um, there's a long way. It's, 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 it's not easy. It's, it's, it's expensive. It's a lot of time. So who knows when this is going to be in full effect? Um, so I don't really know um, how we're going to get involved up here. Um, I have a bunch of het pides, um, or, or hopefully they, they prove out to be het pides. I've got a lot of them in, and I should be getting the results back, I think, next week. But we don't have a company up here um, that does it yet. I don't know if we're going to start one. But if we do, um, you know, all of Canada would, would have to come to us because we're the only ones. Right. You know? and, and I believe, you know, you guys wouldn't have PIED um, or these other genetics um, testing companies wouldn't have PIED if it wasn't for the work of, you know, uh, Alan. And uh, he's the geneticist out of McGill okay. that, that discovered it. Okay. And then, you know, once they discover it, they release it. So okay, so they share it with each other. So, like I said, I don't know what's happening with these other 20. You know, maybe, you know, hey, guess what? <clears throat> we'll release those in a year and a half or two years down the road. And anyone in Canada can use our service and get 25, you know, animals or 25 different genetics tested here in Canada. While in the States, you can only do five. I don't know how it's going to work, you know. <clears throat> but uh, once they release... <clears throat> the uh sequencing and i guess the primer that's needed to find it or yeah i guess i don't know the technical term once that's released anybody that knows how to do it can do it with this machine you know so so you think at some point the genetic testing will completely get rid of the pos hit market i think it should now if people don't want to pay for a hundred percent hat because ah it's guaranteed all then 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 take a chance um, and, you know, waste the time because, you know, we all know as breeders that has had to put that t- work in. I mean, e- even not even with hepides, I've had asphalt slash yellow belly for seven years. I-, I have to prove it out, you know, and then it's like, shit, I got all these animals. Do I waste my super asphalt mail and put it to prove some stuff out? And if I'm wrong, I'm going to get f- more freeway shit that I'm already making. 
or do I put the super asphalt into combo clowns and combo pies for my future? Yeah. You already know the answer, man. It's going to the future. Going, so, exactly. So now I'm putting some other stuff like, you know, to try to prove stuff out because I ain't wasting my golden, you know, beautiful animals to try to prove stuff out. I'm using it to push my collection and, and my projects to another level and to different things, you know? Do they have so, a yellow belly test in Canada? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Like yellow belly, asphalt, hypo, um, clown. Um, what else have I been sending? I've been sending sheds in for six years. Like oh, thousands, wow. thousands. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So, you know, I'm at Pastel, you know, Owen's Dream. Like, so, you know, basically, if everything goes well in the next five, six months, I can send in an animal and they can tell me if any of those 20 genes are in. Nice, nice. You know, where, you know, I, I don't know if they're going to release what they find or I, I really don't know. That's why I'm trying to get a phone call and say, hey, what's going on here? Because, uh, you know, nobody would be able to find Pied now if it wasn't for their work because they released it and published it. So if they didn't publish it and they didn't do it at all, it might be another four years or three years like until somebody else found it. I don't know exactly how difficult it is, but I know if it took three or four years to find Pied and, you know, now they're, you know, four or five years to finally get clown. I mean, it's not like they can get one in a week. I mean, it's, it's a lot of time, money testing. Um, so yeah, I would I love know to, it's like, going towards the right direction, but it could be another three to five years. You know, it, you know, it'd be nice to say, Hey, I like this. I got this white snake that could be seven different genes. Here's a piece of shed. And they're yeah. like, oh, this is what it is. That'd be yeah, mind blowing. We that'd could be, be five, dope. 10, 20 years away from that. And then what's the cost? We, we have no idea yet, right? So it, it's definitely something that, uh, you know, it'll be interesting how it plays out. And uh, I know there's probably going to be, you know, more people getting into the genetic testing. You know, it's not like, you know, I, I guess his name's Ben. I know the one that's linked up with Morph Market. He's the one doing it in, in the U.S. There's another guy doing yeah. it in the States. There could be 40 on the block next week if they had the machine and know, know how to do it. Right. You know? So they're not discovering the genetics. They're using the, the, the you know, what's been, what's, what's been published in order to find it. So, you know, there could be many different people um, doing this down the road. I, I don't know, you know, and then... I don't know, but I do think it's good for, for breeders and then for people buying animals, especially that want to invest. Because, you know, if you're doing quad head to quad head, you're going to hit a lot of double visuals that right. are 66% possible double head. And in the past, you start breeding those two together. Oh, I just missed. I just missed. Seven years later, it's like, oh, shit, it didn't prove out. Well, <laughs> you spent seven years of making a bunch of shit that you still don't know what it is. Right. It's all possible, possible this and it'd be so much easier to know. Exactly. You know? exactly. Oh, this is, this is a double visual double head for these two, and this is the same? Oh, now I put it together, and now my chances are 1 in 16 to hit the quad. That's the game. Yeah. That's what I think the biggest benefit is, obviously, with knowing, but then the other side of knowing is you're not having to do pairings on a hope and a prayer, and so you're mm -hmm. not producing, like, all this excess that you otherwise would not have produced just because you're having to guess and say, is it hit? Is it hit? You don't have to prove it out. You know it, so yeah. you can strategically yeah. bring and, and if you shoot. don't hit, it's just because you had some shitty odds, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And you know One that. thing we can't change is the odds. 
Exactly. You know, oh, I'm one in four, you know, and you hit. Yay. If you miss, it's like, man, I got screwed. But hey, there's next year because at least you know what the genetics are. So exactly. it's not going to take the fun out of it. It's not going to change the odds. We still have to put in the work, put in the time and and, and breed and, and, and hope the odds are in our favor. You know, so gotcha. I think it's a good thing for the industry. I, re I really do. Are you buying a bunch of snakes um, still, or are you just pretty much producing most of what you breed? No, I, I mean, I, I am. I mean, um, I'm always always out there looking for the right one. I just bought a uh, pastel uh, leopard ultramel clown male, another Ooh. one. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going heavy in that game. Um, what else do I got? I, I got some big bangers, you know. I got, I got some heavy hitters coming in. Um, nice. So, yeah, I'm excited. Um, I can't produce everything, uh, and when I miss, um, and, and I tell this to people too, if, if I'm trying to hit something and it's like, oh, come on, be a male, and I sex it, it's like, I hit it, yes. Damn, it's a female. I needed the male. And if I see one, it's going to save me a year or two because I'm not even guaranteed next year she's going to lay it breed again or that right. same pairing. Or right. what if I miss or she slugs out? Or I get another female. Now I'm fucking two years behind. Where if I bought that male, he would have been breeding. So it, exactly. it depends on how fast you want to keep pushing your projects. Sometimes, I mean, I've waited two, three years, and I've, I, I just kept hitting females. You know, like with my freeway clowns. I've got seven females. Missed male, male, no male, no male, no male. Now I hit two this year. Thank God. You know, it's like, wow, finally. But seven, seven feet. And then it took me three years to hit my first one. You know, so, I mean, it's, 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 it's a five, six-year game right now, and I finally hit two males this year. But, I mean, the stuff that I'm going to be cranking out now is, is going to be, uh, you know, more, more power and, and more genetics. And my, my odds will be, um, you know, one in two and one in four instead of one in 16, one in eight, one in 32. So it, it's a lot better for me. You know, moving forward, holding stuff back. I just proved out uh, an Enchi Freeway, 66% Heck Clown. She's Heck Clown. And and a, a Pastel nice. Leopard Freeway, 66% Heck Clown. She proved out to be Heck Clown. Nice. So, damn. So now I can put some of those power males to that. And now I'm like, wow, man, I'm going to be cranking out like one every two eggs as a Freeway Clown. Like nice. that's what I'm talking about. Nice. Like, seven years later, you know, but nice. it's definitely worth it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. But so yeah, how many clutches ahead. are you cranking out this year? Like, what is it looking like? Um, so the ones that were um, basically um, bred and, and, and laid this year so far, we have 150. Okay. I believe there was about 29 that um, hatched. In 2011, I mean, um, 2011, fuck am I going back? <laughs> 2022, <laughs> you know, um, but th they were bred, you know, November, December, but they laid. So we, we put those as 21 slash 22 so that we know we bred them in, in, in 21 and they laid in 22 because you can't really have that as a, a, a 2021. It's like, holy shit, Billy, you know. A 2021 and she's only, you know, 200 grams. It's like, well, she was born in February, you know, but why is it 2021? It should be 2022. Yeah, you're right. So how we distinguish it, we have all 2021s. Then we have 21 slash 22, which means we, you know, we bred them in, you know, October, November, December, but they laid in January, February, March. 
And uh, then anything else that was, you know, bred and laid in 2021, I mean, 2022 is a 2022. So now we're coming to, we should have another 20 or 30 clutches out by the end of this year. Okay. Maybe, maybe even 40. Um, and then we're going to have, because we're still pairing like, uh, you know, 40, 50, 60 animals right now. So we're going to have a bunch of, you know, 21, 22 slash 23s and then right into the, all the 23s. So, gotcha. you know. So that's a bunch of clutches. I know. So for me this year, um, obviously way, way smaller than y'all. But so we got 10. And so that's going to be like our biggest year. Awesome. Uh, last, How many I mean, was last year? Last year was just one. So that's oh, really a big jump. Times one to 10. That's a big jump. <laughs> How many are you expecting for uh, next year? If all goes well. It, it depends on how many parents I do. Um, right now, um, I'm looking through, trying to figure out, like, what parents I'm going to do because I may pair less just because some of the females that I got uh, or some of the parents that I do is not going to produce, like, the, the higher, higher stuff. And so I may hold off on some of that, just kind of, like, looking at the animals that are moving because I don't want to have, like, too many and, like, overload uh, myself and not be able to move the animals. I kind of want to take more of a slower role in it. And so I want to focus uh, mainly on like the higher higher end stuff so we'll probably do like 10 to 15 clutches yep. next year we'll see how it goes but yeah, that's the same thing i mean it, it, that's smart that's actually very smart because you know you figure someone who's just went from one to ten they're like fucking i'm gonna smash it and do 40 like i just want to <laughs> i just want to breed and make shit You're fucking smart good, good advice you know um i've actually um i've taken about 70 females out of my breeding rack after they laid this year and moved them you know, I don't need this. And we just went through, we're actually uh, today, me and Austin, just before, uh, um, you know, we left today, we were going through and doing our 2023 on Husbandry Pro. So on Husbandry Pro, you can actually preset your breeding plans and put everything in. Right. So we went in and put all the males in and Austin go like, no, nah, we don't need this, sell it. You know, you don't need this pastel super orange dream clown breeder male. We don't need it anymore. We've been breeding it for five years. We don't need it. Okay. So we're going through and putting all this stuff in the system. And uh, in the one rack alone, there was 22 breeder males that, were, that we, we can sell. So it's like, oh, awesome. So, so you know, 22 breeder males you can sell? Yeah, in the one rack. Okay. You know, like pastel, super orange dream clown. Um, what else? This, this is some crazy stuff. But I have so much of it, you know. Um, and um, there's different projects because – what I did last year is different from what I did this year and, and then what next year, except there's a few projects that I keep building on to catch up or to get better or stronger in it. But um, I made a whole bunch of like Orange Dream, NG, Cypress, Mojave, Yellow Belly hypos. I don't want to, you know, I've got like maybe, you know, with that and, you know, the, the genes like, you know, Orange Dream, Cypress, NG hypo, um, you know, um, Mojave, Orange Dream, uh, Enchi, uh, yellow belly hypo without the Cypress. Like I've got probably 30 or 40 animals like that, you know, and I've got some from last year and some from this year. I don't need to keep making that, especially, True. you know, when I've got so many, like you can only do so many and so much with those genetics, especially when you can't put Mojave to Mojave, you know, you, you, you're sort of limited. So now I've done that for two years. I've got some stuff a year old. I've got some stuff that just hatched. Now I can move it off and get into something else that complements that down the road, you know, or put that right into my like, you know, three, four, five gene hypo clowns. Breed oh, that nice. hypo. Now I got four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten hype gene hypo, 100% clown stuff. 
who knows, right? Or put it into the pied or, you know, take, take, um, you know, fuck, if I'm ever lucky and I hit a monsoon pied, you know, and it's a male, you know, when they're ready, now I can put that to an orange dream, NG, Mojave, Cypress, yellow belly, um, hypo. And now I'm making three, four, five gene triple heads. Like it, it's not crazy. That's it's nuts. Not, yeah, you, there's, there's no right direction and there's not just one. There's so many ways to go. And uh, it, it's hard because sometimes we're sitting there doing a pairing and it's like, oh, what's better? Oh, like, oh, let's just do this for now. And then you're always, and you should always see if there's something better or, or you know, when I do a breeding plan, it's not in stone at all, man. We, it's when we used to do it on pen and paper, uh-huh. we would have to rewrite that paper. We'd print it off and then we'd like scratch it out and move it with arrows. No, this female here goes down here or this male here. Let's do this. And it looks so horrible. We have to reprint it with, the, with all the new changes. And we did that four or five times over a breeding season, you know, <laughs> and uh, it, it's, it's nuts. Well, at least now you can just go in husbandry pro and hide it or just add and delete. And it's so much easier. Oh so, yeah. Husbandry pro it, is like, know? it's the best one I've used. I tried a couple other ones um, before husbandry pro and, and I also did it sell because um, I do a lot of things in Excel, but yeah, husbandry pro, like that's how I used shines, to do everything. Excel shines. But yeah, yeah, Husbandry Pro is awesome. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's been a lifesaver for me just to be, um, you know, knowing what I have in my collection, um, what I'm doing, where it went, where I sold it. Um, it it's been so, um, especially for, um, you know, the hatchlings, you know, knowing where uh, the lineage came from and converting them into animals and putting in the ID and, and doing a search, you know, there, there's a lot more stuff coming, but um Super happy with it, and I'm glad that, um, you know, Robert, who's my partner in that, they um, said to me, it's like, hey, you know what? We want to put it out and get people's, you know, feedback because there's stuff out there. Even now, we have, a, a, like, a, a message or a suggestion board, and, you know, we, I talked to Robert the other day, and he's like, dude, man, it's like some of the fucking people's ideas are just like, it's crazy. I would never have thought of that. Or maybe we'd, we would have stumbled upon it like five or six months from now. But I mean, like, I'm just looking at some of the suggestions and they're like, wow, man, like, that's awesome. Let's work on it. And, and that's what's cool. I mean, this isn't just something that, you know, a designer or a, a, a web guy built and said, here you go. This is what you get, you know, and, and hope you're happy with it because that's all you get or it's not me trying to, oh, I got to start making this better so people like it. I don't have time to really work on the app. I, when, I, when I find something, it's like, oh, what am I doing wrong? You know what would be easier than this? Let's put in a ticket, you know, and say, hey, man, this would make it easier. And they'd work on sure. it. Well, what's good about it is why should I be the only one trying to make the app better? Y- you know, and it's great because you see so many people um, putting um, – you know, comments on it's like, man, I'm so happy with the team. I, I put a suggestion in and fucking two, three days later, it's fixed or within a week, man, I feel great. And and it's 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 like, you know, sorry about my dog barking. It's all good. <laughs> I got two German Shepherds, so you might hear them at any given moment. Relax. <laughs> so we got a dog. Great because oh, it's it's uh he's half husky, half um oh my god, I always oh a staff. So okay. half, half and half. You'll probably see him. He usually pops in here. There's okay, that's what's up. behind me. He just chills. Or he'll <laughs> come and try to, you know, bug me. So they've got to make a cameo. <laughs> yeah. But what I, I do like that uh, you know, people are, you know, using an app. And if they have a suggestion or 
find something that like myself or, or my partner um, would not come up with or not because we're not I'm not using it like to the extent of what it could be used. Like, you know, eventually I'm, I'm learning more and more. But why should I be the only one or someone else trying to make something better when everyone else's opinion? You know, you know what? This would be good. And, right. and the app is so great now. And there's so many cool features. I'm like, that's amazing. It's, you know, most of the stuff came from users putting in an input. So I mean, like the quick access up. bar at the bottom. Yeah, I came in. I have no idea who. I have no idea who who said no one would be good, but whoever did that, I mean, that's one of the things that I was like, oh man, I love this new feature. Don't look Shout at me, man. It person, could have been my bro. partner too. I don't know, but <laughs> I would guess ninety percent of the updates and the stuff that is 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 there that makes Husbandry Pro better and 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 smoother and more you know more you um useful for all of us is from the users, man. I mean, it's, it's awesome because, you know, me being a big breeder, there's going to be a lot of shit that I don't do because I'm too busy to do all that stuff where, right. you know, someone with, you know, 10 clutches might want to record certain things or, Hey, this is a thing that I do because I have a small manageable collection, you know, that's amazing. But I would never have come up with that because I'm way past that, but this isn't just for me. This is for everybody. And it's not just for ball pythons, even though it's really based for ball pythons. It's an app that, you know, it's changing for other people, other species, people that do leopard geckos and stuff like that. They're putting in their own thing. So it's just that it's an app that's great because it's growing because of the users, you know. And a lot more stuff's coming, too. So yeah. it's, uh, and we're always we're always upgrading and it's, uh, you know, something that. uh even from the beginning, I was told that, hey, this app is, is going to always be changing and being modified. I'm like, for the better? And he's like, yep. And I'm like, let it roll. That's a great so. thing. Like, every time you log in, like, you see that there's something that changed that's new and made it better. Like, oh, man, yeah. I love it. I don't it. know how they do it, man. They're, they're fucking working on it, like, all the time, man. It's, it's awesome. And then the interface so. is dope, too. That's big for me, like what the interface looks like and kind of feels like. Yeah, you know how you can change it too, right? Like you can change yeah. it from light and dark and you can move yeah. the, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's pretty cool. You can modify it and it's all fully customizable. And I mean, that's something that uh, Robert wanted from the beginning to make it where I like it this way, you know, and, and even for us, like when we, we came up with the users, um, you know, Catherine likes hers a different way. So when she's using hers, or Austin's using his, it doesn't have to be the way I want it. Oh, it's my app. It's my facility. I want it to be like this. No, everybody can customize their own access. So when, when I go on my husbandry pro, it's light. When Kat goes on hers, it's dark. It, it's, it's awesome. It's customizable per the user. That's no, 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 I love it. I just love it. Let's stop talking about it because it's like <laughs> an infomercial. <laughs> but I, I do love it, man. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. So, and it's yeah. come, more stuff's coming. It's gonna, it's, 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 you've seen it, man. It's got better and better, and it, it's, it's yeah. the only way it's going. So, yeah, 100%. So, you did mention um, being super business busy, and that's uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about was time management. So, can you give us I shit the bet on that all the time, man. I'm, I'm, uh, like, um, I, I have people messaging me, Hey man, can you send me a list? Yeah. And it's like a week later, it's like, have you gone on that list? And I'm like, fuck, I totally forgot. That's one thing that, uh, um, 
you don't expect, you don't, I never planned on how busy I would be, how many emails I would get, how much time I've put in, I have to put into Patreon and, and, and do this and phone calls and, and sales. And it, it, it's crazy. Um, you know, we just put, um, what a hundred and no, not even, uh, 15. Yeah, maybe, maybe about 175 animals away. In, in the last three days, four days from clutches, you know? Wow. And uh, it's just, wow, you got to get that. You got to put it in. You got, you know, we do the video on some of them, you know, yeah. some of them are just, eh, you know what? It's not even, you know, we, we, we don't have time to film all of them. Right. You know, we got shitty odds Eh, let's just put the good stuff up and, you know, here's the crazy, you know, the, the three clown hypo combos that we've made. Like, let's do these clutches and let's do the freeway clown that we hit. Like, let's do all these ones. And the other ones, we still got to put them away. You got to clean tubs, get the cocoa ready, pour the water in, ID them, transfer them from, you know, husbandry pro into, into, uh, you know, into animals from eggs and type in all the IDs and sex them. And holy shit, there's an eight hour day right there. And we've only got half of them done. So it's, it's uh, something where one thing I will say, and, and we, we try to do it, um, but it's still not the best is schedule yourself. You know how you always feed on a certain day. Right. Feeding day is say Saturday. Cool. You know every Saturday or every second Saturday how you feed. This is what you do. If you let that slide and you don't be constant, guess what? Oh, when did I feed last? I think it was. I don't know. And then it just fucking it, it, it lets go. You know. Then you're not feeding enough. It just it throws everything off. You know that shit oh. compounds. Oh, damn man, we feed on a certain day. We ultrasound on a certain day. We clean on these certain days for this room. This for that room. This is when, you know, and then there's filming where we film. It all depends off if, if, the, if the clutches have hatched or if we can cut. So we got to throw that in, answering emails. I'm slacking. You know, time management is something that I'm still trying to, um, to learn and work on. But one thing I do is, um, and, and, you know, there's people pissed at me and people that don't understand I, you know, there's people that are saying, hey, Billy, I, I want to buy a snake. Can you get me a picture? Can you do this? Blah, blah, blah. And I don't get back to them for two or three days because I'm not running my time properly or I need to hire someone else or I'm working on that. But you know what does get done before my sales? My animals are clean. They get ultrasounded. My, they're fed. They're looked after. You know, bills are paid. You know, things done. That's my priority. Sales are, are, are next. But I shouldn't have stuff like that because there's people out there that want to buy my animals. And I don't get back to them in a time because I had somebody message me and I, I had a, a big, long weekend. And I get back to them on, on the Monday and I'm like, hey, how you doing? It's like, oh, sorry, Billy. I, you know, I, I, I bought this from this other person yesterday because I didn't hear back from you. It sucks. But hey, man, it's my fault. And uh, we can all be better at everything. But that's something that I'm really slacking on is time management. We get the important stuff done but why should my snake sales be at the bottom? Like, why can't everything be done properly at the same mm -hmm. time? And, uh, you know, hiring someone's got to be a good fit. It's, it's, it's not just, oh, just hire someone. Yeah, you can't just bring anybody in off the street. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, and it's funny because, I mean, I brought in a social media manager who does my Instagram and stuff, and she's doing an amazing job, and it gives me more free time. Well, fuck that free time. I'm still behind, man. <laughs> it's it's it never ends, man. And uh, one thing I am doing is I am sort of 
pulling it back down. I'm, I'm not going to do as many clutches. They're just going to be more powerful. Okay. And um, I, I do have some um, um, sort of um, – so I, I do have some interest in some companies in the U.S. already. So I, I do have, have ownership of some companies in the U.S. that are breeding snakes. Okay. So I've, I've reached out to some people that I've worked with that I like and I know how they work and their ethics and everything else. And I'm like, hey, man, like, you know, you know, let's let's do something. So, you know, I'm working with people behind the scenes. No one needs to know who, who you know, I, you know, I want them to work and do what they're doing and, and get all the credit because, you know, it's their work, you know, just because I'm helping them with animals or I, I, I've sent them some stuff and help, you know, put animals and money into a business. They're running it because I'm running my own. I want them to get full credit and I'm not there. You know, I'm having a hard time running my own damn business, trying to, you know, do what I got to do in all the breedings. I, I don't want other people saying, Hey, you know what? I want you to do this. I want, no, you know what? Here it is. Roll with it. I trust you. Go. I, I know what yeah. you've done with what you've done. Now let me give you this now roll. And, uh, you know, all the so credit. Oh, dude. I mean, I, I'm pretty much like that here. But it's like I can't even manage myself for Christ's sakes. I'm all over the place. But um, time management is very important. And um, like I was saying when we talked earlier about your app, it's like, oh, I got to look into something like this. And I just need the time to look into it and, and get working it. But it's definitely something that uh, you will see is crucial. Um, but you really um, – if I put my sales and I concentrated on that, oh, yeah, but now my breeding's – declines the health of my animals decline uh we're all over the place not knowing what, what what's doing what's going on in every room you know so i know what goes on in every room because everybody hand, handles their own room so because of the schedule we can sort of get a good grasp of what's going on and then when other stuff comes in a weekend or shipping week or uh, we have an expo that throws a big wrench into that you know that nice schedule because now you know, it, it switches it up for that weekend. But I'm definitely trying to work on it and uh, get better. But I, I know I'm slacking. And that's, that's a big thing. If you are, if you have hundreds of breeder females and you're only getting 20 of them to breed a year, you got to look at yourself and find out why. What, you know, you got to know that there's a problem and fix it. And that's one thing that's, you know, um, when, when I sort of at the beginning of the year said, I, I got to stop doing social media for a bit and hired the social media manager, stop doing the Mondays. I was running myself thin and I still am now. Yeah. And I have more like it's it's crazy. So you, you got to realize there's a problem in order to fix it. If you don't think there's a problem, why would you fix you something? Fix it. Yeah. And, and uh, I know there's some issues that I've got to deal with, like my time management and stuff and, you know. It's not a quick fix, but I will come to the bottom of it. And then I can share because, you know, some people are going to message me, you know, even through Patreon down the road. Say, hey, Billy, I mean, we've done this. We've grown. Look where we are now. Man, I'm having this problem. I'm like, oh, believe me, I know. I've had that for years. Here's how I fixed it. Or here's here's what I did. And here's something I wouldn't suggest, you know. So my, um, you know, my journey can help other people's at some point. So, you miss those Mondays, Chad. <laughs> I, I, I think it will come back just a different, a different way. You know, yeah, the think, Mondays are dope. You know, so who knows? You, you never know. Never say never. But, uh, you know, one thing is, is, you know, 
you got to find out there's a problem. And if you know and you can see and open your eyes up and, and admit it, fix the problem, you know? So, because um, you ain't going to fix something you don't think is broke. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you and, definitely got to uh, acknowledge you know, it before you can even yeah. begin to work on it. 100%. Cool. So, um, I want to jump a little bit into the green. I don't want to get super, super deep into it, but I just want you to kind of give an overview of your process and kind of some of the things you've learned over the years in terms of what works, what doesn't work. Uh, for breeding? Yeah, for breeding and pairing and whatnot. Okay, well, number one things, uh, two males will not give you eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted you to spit the water out. I'm like, oh, I should get it again. I'm spitting out the water. There you go. After a big sip of water. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, here you go. Yeah, two males will not give you eggs. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. Uh, and not like I purposely tried, but I think most of us have grown up that female that's breeding size now and you put a male in it's like why are they fighting oh because that's that male i mean that female is now a male it's like damn now i, got oh, a, I never got eggs last year <laughs> i got a, a 2300 plus <laughs> gram banana motley b female yeah damn it yeah put a male in there heard some rumbling <laughs> yeah it's, it happens man and it, it happens to the best of us right and it's uh you know, um, we do a lot of things now, like, you know, when, when we when they when they f- first shed, we sex them. We, we usually sex them again, you know, because, you know, once we sex them and put them into husbandry pro um, as the gender, we leave them. And then once we get them some food in them and, and we know I'm going to sell them or if I'm going to hold them uh, or hold them back, I'll resex them. Because, you know, two, three months is, is, is you know, you, you can make mistakes. And I've seen it all the time where, holy shit, that's a male. Damn it, I thought it was a female or vice versa. So we do that. And then also when someone inquires on Morph Market now about an animal that I have listed that I've probably checked three times, I'll go there and look and pop it again just to make sure. You know, so. Um, yeah, I always second guess like my sex and um, just because I, I haven't been doing it that long. So I always second guess it and I'll sex yeah. them like several times to verify. Yep. Well, one thing, and, and, and I swear by it on my Patreon, and I'll say it on any live, I think if you're going to breed, you know, 10 or 15 or 20 more uh, females a year, um, especially if you don't have much experience and you're investing a lot of money in these animals, you don't want to um, not, um, you know, benefit from them breeding, especially without the knowledge or the experience. Like, oh, let me keep pairing now for six months and, you know, oh, I haven't got anything. Well, she's starting to build now, but the male's so tired and he's not eating now and he's got no semen left because, you know, hopefully she retains the sperm or he ain't going to get a clutch. Um, but so many people ask me, how do I know when to breed? How do I know if she's gravid? How do I know when, when to pair? The ultrasound takes that all away. You know, yeah. you, you, you know, it's and there's, a people, for me. Oh, there's, there's people that say, oh, you don't need one. No, you don't. You, you don't need one. But, you know, I can, my, my, you know, I drive to work in my nice big lifted truck, listening to music, heated seats, heated steering wheel, whatever the hell I want. I get there in 30 minutes. I don't need to. I can walk for four fucking hours, but I'll tell you, <laughs> I to drive the fucking truck. I don't need it to get there, but damn, or I can, I can take an Uber. I can take a skateboard. I can take a bike. I can do, I can do whatever. It's but nice as hell to have them. Nice as, yeah. So with the <laughs> Man, it's a lifesaver, you know. 
I, 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 um, I swear by it. it. It is expensive. It's like a two, two and a half thousand dollar um, piece of equipment. Um, you can get cheaper ones. I don't know about those, but the ones that I have, like on Patreon, I get a discount. You know, for about you know seven, eight hundred to a thousand dollars off the um, the ones that everybody uses from Breeder Circle. So, you know, that's a, a, a bonus on the Patreon. You know, you get access to, to discounts on stuff and, and, you know, other things. But I swear by them. And, yeah. you know, when people invest in that, they learn quicker. Oh, is she gravid? Oh, should I pair? I think she's bull wrapping. Oh, you know what? The questions are all gone when you get the answers right away. It takes so much of the guesswork out of it. Does this look like a? Does this look like an ovulation? Does this look like she's gravid? Mm, could be. I mean, you know, it's hard to tell by pictures. You know, do you think she's? You think she's building? Well, she's bull wrapping, but that could be an. Uh, that could be a number of things. Yeah. You know, that doesn't necessarily. You know, she could have just ate last week, or oh, my animal's not eating. I mean, she's uh, she's gravid, and you don't feed her anymore. Well, you know what? No, she just missed a meal or missed a couple meals because something's off, and now you're not feeding her. And then when she is ready to breed, she doesn't have enough fucking weight on her to give you a viable clutch. Ultrasound, baby. So how we do it, how we do it, we do not lower temps. Okay. We do not drop our temps. We breed all year round. Okay. Okay. We do not put a male in a female's tub unless she's already building on her own and 12 millimeters and up. So I do absolutely nothing to my temps. I don't spray them. I don't lower the temps. I don't put on any music. I don't put males in just to help stimulate them to build. None of that. And I'm doing 200 clutches a year, year after year after year. The females will build on their own. Well, how do I know they're building? You got to either look and, and hope that she is or get an ultrasound and know. Yeah. Because we ultrasound every two weeks. We ultrasound um the ones that um um have no have haven't built or haven't um or are not uh um just got into the the breeding rotation so we'll look and we'll we'll ultrasound and if she's 12 millimeters or up we put it into husbandry pro it's another thing about husbandry pro keep track on everything see the levels we have charts it's awesome so we scan the tub pass the animal to austin or myself we ultrasound Oh, 14 millimeters, 14 submit tells us the date tells us this. And it tells us the last time we, we ultrasounded, she was at seven. Okay. Now she's at, you know, a month later. Now she's at 14. Oh, wow. As soon as she's over 12, we put a yellow clip on the tub, which means now she's ready to start pairing. And then what we do is we pair her for three consecutive months you know, so every four weeks, the male goes back in and we, we keep ultrasounding once a month. And once she's at, um, if, if we see it at like 25 or 26, we'll put a little black clip beside the yellow, which means she has one more lock. And then as soon as we get that one lock, we take the yellow off and black means she's gravid. So as nice. soon as she's okay. over three millimeters or 30 centimeters, no more food, no more pairing. We just wait for the eggs. Now we have out of 200 pairings i think we've had about seven to nine reabsorptions but that could be because um you know we've overused the male there's certain males that uh you know he gets a little bit uh too much you know play yeah uh, could be a number of things but 
uh, it's such a low number, like three, four, three, four, five percent. I, I don't fathom it. It doesn't. That's not bad me. at all. So, um, we just ultrasound when a female's over twelve, and 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 I'm talking on her own, no stimulation from a male, no lowering temps, no nothing. We basically just put a clip on, start pairing. You know, we still ultrasound. Once they're over three centimeters, we put a black and, and let them go on their own. She's and it's waiting for her added. to tell you when she's ready. Yeah. You know, and um, it's uh, it's worked well for us. And, you know, you, you want to get between 12 and 30 millimeters. You, you want to get uh, at least two, if not three locks, you know, and uh, that's been sort of key for us. You know, there's people that put a male in every single week for six months. You know, the more sperm doesn't get you more eggs. It does. It stresses them out. It's what it does. You know, and and you know, I'm getting one, two, three locks, and I'm getting 200 clutches. You know, and and that's why my male. That's why my male can go to 12 or 15 females in a year, because he's going once a month to a female for two or three times, not like you know four times a month to one person. Fuck Are it. you spread them between like 12 to 15 females a year? Oh, it depends. You know, we've had one male that did 17 this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. So wow. uh, the Mojave Monsoon, I think, has seven clutches out. He's got three or four females that are gravid, and he's still pairing four. So, the, yeah. So, nice. you know, as long as they're eating and breeding. And don't forget, he was a proven breeder already. So you, you got to watch, you know, that I, I've had some males that, that breed and they get three to four clutches down. Awesome. And then they go off food for three months, yank them, get them back on food. Finally, a couple months later, he's back eating. Okay. Now I can put them back in. Once they go off food, how soon do you yank them? Like immediately or you give them like a few weeks? No. Um, I say once they miss two meals. So for me, that's a month because I feed every two weeks. Every, yeah. So if, um, if, if I've got two red, and then anytime we see two red or more, we start using Da Vinci and uh, keeping an eye on them. But once we see two, we yank them from breeding. Um, and that's just what we do. So, gotcha. You know, because I mean, I, I've bred an animal to death in the past. I bred an animal too young, gave me a clutch. I bred another animal too young, it died. Like, fuck. You know? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, what, I mean, what do you consider too young? 550, 600 grams. From so now on, I'm going to be 700 and up. 700 okay. grams and up. Okay. And, and don't forget, I don't power feed. Or I wouldn't say power feed, but I'm not trying. Even people that feed weekly. Austin feeds weekly. You know, I feed every two weeks. So when my animals are being fed every two weeks and they're 700 grams, that's not five months. That's a good nine, ten months or, or even a year. Gotcha. So um, that's how I do it. And uh, I've pushed an animal too young. I've had success. And then other ones, I've killed the thing. Not, okay. not intention. And, right. and I've said this too. Um, I don't know if I said it on, on an open platform, but I said it on my Patreon because I, I try to tell them everything. Like, hey, guys, um, one thing is, is I didn't breed that animal. And that animal cost me about, uh, I think it was 11,500 euro. Oh, wow. So I didn't breed it because, oh, I was greedy. I wanted to get it because everything I made, I was keeping. It wasn't even for sale. It was greedy of me because I wanted to get ahead of the project to make cool shit to hold back because, gotcha. you know, but it wasn't like, oh, I got to pay this thing off. I got to make my money back and sell it off. No, 
you know, um, but I, I had experience before and you've, you've seen people, oh man, 500 grams, it happens, but I'm not going to take that risk anymore. I, I want it 700 grams and up because um, I don't want to be on that, that, that line where, oh, it couldn't, it couldn't. I want to be closer to the, the could, you know? Gotcha. So, so did that, you breed him and he went off food and then died or you bred him and he just like failed to thrive after that? hundred percent. Yeah. And it's like, fuck. You know, and the little fucker locked too. It was like, yeah, it locked. And I'm like, damn. And then the next time I try to take him out to put him back in the month later, he wasn't looking good. Uh, you know, and I'm like, poke, poke. Like, damn, no. Damn. I don't know. Right. So it, it sucks, you know. And I've even had bigger breeders that, you know, you go and you put them in. He's breeding, you know, three year breeder. Everything's great. And you open up the tub and he never misses a meal. Everything's good. You open up the tub, he's laying on his side like, what? You know, it, it's crazy, you know? Yeah. So it's... You uh, never know. It, it sucks. It's part of it. Um, oh, yeah. There's kidney failures. There's, there's heart. There's, you know, the, the uh, you see a lot of people when they post, especially on Facebook, like, yeah, hey, you know, my animal died. I don't know why. It always ate, blah, blah, blah. They take it in and you see all the fat deposits and it, you know, you, you, you fed it to death. That's what you did. You're overfeeding the fucking snake. You know, so, you know, there's there's a lot of things and there's a lot of stuff we're still going to learn about about these animals. Right. That, um, you know, you you don't know, you know, we, we assume everything. So, oh, right. if it looks good, it breeds, it eats, you know, oh, it's fine. It never misses a meal. It doesn't look sick. It breeds, it eats, it poops. This is awesome. Nothing's wrong with it. Uh, no, no, that, that's not the case. You never know. Right. We are thinking about going to like every other week, at least for my adults. Uh, right now, I take like one week off a month, like after hearing uh, Dr. Warren Booth talk yep. about like the big process that their body goes through, like where their heart swells up. Blood yeah, it's crazy, right? And, I, like and, and the thing is, is I've been, and like I said, I mean, Austin still feeds weekly and he'll take a week off here and there. Like when he went to Pinley and stuff, he, he didn't feed the, the, the week that he was gone. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's his animals. I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, if you feed, you know, I'm not one of those guys. Do what works for you. If right. you guys are happy feeding your animal weekly and it works for you, fucking do it. But all I know is for the last three, four years, I've been feeding every two weeks. And wow, man, it doesn't skip a beat. You know, I'm saving less. I'm stressing them out less. I'm saving money. I'm saving time. Less to um, clean up. Get less to clean up, and guess what? My animals aren't just at the back laying on the on the warm spot. It, they they're <laughs> actually moving. The food response when I open up the tub, they they want the food, not like laying on the back going, "Oh fuck, another rat!" <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck, go on vacation or something where I can get a week off. Fuck, you know, <laughs> they actually come. They're more active. That and and that's what a lot of people who have tried it saying, "Hey Billy, holy shit, yeah, the food response is better." You it's know? crazy. I and know then, just for me, just taking that one week off, that next week, they're like, Bam. yeah, and 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 they grow the same because I'm telling you, you know, people come over and I show them some of my big animals. They're like, holy shit, that's huge. I'm like, yeah, I feed it every two weeks. And I, and I, I feed it a small medium. No. I'm like, yeah. You know, you think about it. In the wild, they're lucky to eat 15 to 20 times a year, but we want to fucking give them 52 times a year. Yeah. Why? Their point. bodies aren't made for that. You've heard it from Dr. Warren Booth and their, their digestive systems is 10 to 14 days. It's a stressful process like shipping, feeding, breeding. You know, it's uh, 
you know, something that I do and I just share, I just share my experience. Whatever people do with it, that's great. I, I, I don't care. Like Austin has his animals in my collection and feeds weekly. If I was such a dick and all oh, you are, oh, no, you can't have your animals in my collection or in my facility if you're doing it every week because you're so bad. No, do what works for you, man. That's that's all I'm saying. But you know, it's 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 worth to try shit out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of it's a lot of pros. Obviously, the animals' health is first and foremost. That's the biggest pro. Yeah. And then saving time, saving money. That's time that you're saving that you can put to something else. Uh, related to your business uh, i mean it's a lot of it's a lot of upside to it well you know what we have a collection the size of mine i mean it's it's an eight to ten hour day to feed our animals uh, like, yeah and it's like shit and then at the end of the day if they don't eat you're pulling them out marking them giving them water and some rat chow and then you know what coming back the next day and 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 and, and double feeding or trying to feed the other ones off with a like fuck man it's a two-day thing and it's a long process and uh wow it's, yeah, I didn't even think about the time it would take. But yeah, crazy. that's crazy. It's nuts. So is it eight to ten hours for just one person or eight to ten hours for multiple people doing it? Well, two to three people. Mm. Uh, Cause it takes me probably about a little over an hour to feed. Yeah, rubbing it. Near. Rubbing it. <laughs> oh, it takes me an hour. You got way more do- yeah. way more stuff than me. Yeah, way it's crazy, more man. Stuff. I mean, and then in our marketing <laughs> system, I mean it, it's a lot of work, but you know, I, 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 it would drive me nuts doing it every week. It would, you know, but uh, doing it every two weeks, you know, and another thing I want to tell you about the uh, feeding every two weeks for myself mm-hmm. in my whole back room. When you walk in my whole rat back room, if you've seen it um, on, on any of the videos or stuff, we have six ARSs. So 75. No, they're 70s. 1065 plus a level. Um, plus, I've added five on top, but under the orange line. Because anything above it is, is, is Austin's. Um, okay. So I have 70, and there's six of them on that one row. So that's, what, 140, 280, um, 420. Oh, fuck. There you go. Austin's like, oh, I have 420. So anyways, I have 420 animals on that wall. Most of them I have created myself and held back, or I've bought as hatchlings. You look in that wall. And uh, I think we counted this week, there was 21 out of 420 animals that did not eat. And when you open them up, because I had somebody go explaining this, how I feed, and I was opening them up, and I'm like, oh, look, this one just shed. That's probably why it didn't eat. And if you notice, nine of these 21 have a green on it, which means it's an ASF feeder. And I feed ASFs the following week that I don't feed the rats. So I keep trying to feed the ASF ones. I put a rat in, and if it doesn't eat, well, guess what? I'll feed an ASF to the ones that didn't eat or the ones that have the green. So out of those 21, out of those 420, nine of them are ASF feeders or more. So it's like, you know, if I'm looking at a 420 animals from like 300 grams to 1,100 grams and only nine to 10 didn't eat a rat once a week, Fuck, I don't have that thousand gram wall, guys. Yeah. You know why? Because they're eating the way they were supposed to eat. There's a big, huge benefit. And I've noticed that huge. Never mind the cost and knowing that it stresses it out and, and the time that I have to put in. The thousand gram wall goes away because I'm not giving them food weekly that they're always catching up to digest. You know, there, there's so many benefits from it. And that's why 
I just like to share that knowledge and I'll never go back to feeding weekly. Never, ever, ever, never. I mean, if anything, if I had to choose, I, I'd go every three weeks besides than going to every week for sure. You know? There was a shortage on rats that got you into that every, every <laughs> week, right? Yeah. So back at the old facility, you know, um, I think it was 2017 or 2018. Um, we had it where it was supposed to be cold. And we had like record breaking, like, you know, we had like a week or 10 days of like pure fucking heat. Like it was warmer in like November than it was in the whole time, any day of the summer. So nobody had like, you know, uh, AC units and all this other stuff ready. And, you know, it was so extreme hot that, I mean, I even had to shut the incubators down and, and, and open up the doors because my, 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 my AC in my, in my old unit couldn't even handle how much heat it was. You know? Yeah, it was like, holy shit, let's, let's crank the AC, let's turn on the exhaust fans, and, and sh- we ha- had to unplug all the heat um, from all the ARS um, because that was generating heat because it was so damn hot outside. It was nuts. And a lot of these people lost their colonies. The, the animals weren't breeding. Um, a lot of them came back, and they were all dead you know, because they didn't have the AC. They were leaving doors open, and they, they just weren't. They don't want to get overheated at all. Yeah, oh, 100%. You know, and, and they just weren't prepared because it's never happened. It's like what the, the, the unfortunate shit that happened in Texas, you know. Right. Oh, why don't you have generators? You should have had like AC units and all the, the fucking power went out. They, they didn't have gas because of like it's a it's a fucking you, you couldn't plan for that. Right. You know, and even people that did plan had fucking problems because they were running out of gas. And it's like, wow. So when you're not prepared for something that you didn't think would ever happen, if it does happen, holy shit, like. You know, right. you're shit out of luck, but hey, you know what? Um, people, you know, unfortunately, you know, will learn and move on or at least get by it. And it's a freak of nature, but you can't plan for shit like that. So when when they had it, people were like, hey, you know, you know, I have to start over, blah, blah, blah. And, and they just said to me, it's like, you know what? I'm only going to be able to give you and I'm going to try what you get every week. I'm going to try to do it every two weeks. And I'm like, no. Breeding season's coming. Like, this is, oh, it's going to ruin me, and I'm freaking out. And, uh, you know, and if you look at some of my older um, YouTube videos, when I'm standing in front of my racks, you're going to see um, I used to get label makers in yellow, and I used to print off every month the weight. And I would weigh them, and I'm like, holy shit, is it just me or I'm feeding them less? And they're fucking gaining weight, if not better, than when I was feeding them weekly. And I'm noticing that they're eating better. And I'm like, wow. And, and I never look back. And I remember because I used to say, hey, man, like, you know, I was always worried. And every two weeks when he would come, it's like, oh, shit. Like, when he goes, Billy, it's going to be months, man. It's going to be months. I'm like, oh, no. And then like a month or two go by. And then when, when he was almost ready, he's like, hey, man, I think in another like, you know, three, four weeks, I'll be back to give you some more. I'm like, dude, I'm good at this, man. I'm good at everything. <laughs> so what do you mean? I'm like, dude, I'm happy, man. They're growing. And. And then learning down the road, like with Dr. Booth and other people, I'll never go back. And, you know, I've been doing this now for four or five years, and I, I see a lot of benefits. So I just share my, my, my info to people, and whatever they decide to do with it, that, that's on them, right? Yeah, it's been super helpful to hear that stuff and real helpful to hear uh, Dr. Booth come on and talk about, like, a lot of the medical stuff. So he's got a lot of, lot of knowledge. So Yeah, and he's so down to earth, and it's awesome that he's a keeper. And, and he's not only just with, you know, different species, and he's got access with a lot of his friends and other people, 
that have a lot of knowledge and, and, and stuff too, which is, is a great resource. And it's just awesome to have someone like that in the hobby and, and uh, being able to share all this info. hundred percent, hundred percent. So speaking of sharing info, so what motivated you to start your Patreon and, and what do you like best about the Patreon community? <clears throat> well, um, back in the day, um, you know, it's what I've done. You know, people would message me and, I would, you know, hey, man, I give them the time. They either come to the facility if they were local or they drive in and I would show them the stuff and motivate them and say, hey, this is what you can do and inspire them and try to say, hey, this is what I would do. And I, I, I even looked at a few people's, uh, you know, pay, um, what they had in their collection and say, oh, you know what? You got too much of this. And, you know, I would help. And then it got to the point where it's like, you know, people would message me that I don't even know just random people. Cause I cut, you know, like YouTube and social media started getting bigger and bigger. Hey man, you know, can you tell me about blah, blah, blah. And I, I couldn't get to all the messages. Cause it's not like I'm sitting there doing nothing. I, I've got right. things to do. And then all of a sudden, you got shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden, you know, you know, you see a couple messages like question mark, question mark. Thanks for the help. What the fuck? Like, who, who are you? I don't even know who you are. Wow. You asked me a question four days ago. I didn't respond because I'm too fucking busy. And, and you're like, oh, thanks for the help. Question mark, question mark. Oh, 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 I didn't know I was obligated to, to, you know. And then I would be on the phone with people because, you know, I mean, I'd rather be on the phone than text. Especially, sure. you know, texting is like, you know, you know, uh, I'll tell my girlfriend, hey, babe, I'm, I'm home in 30 minutes. Or how was your day? Or, you know, something. But if it's a conversation to talk about something. I'm not going to sit there and have a four. My fingers would get sore. And plus, you know, now with me wearing the glasses and my fat th thumbs and yeah, I'd be spell correcting and, oh, you got to read it over so you don't, you know, spell a word like wrong. Like, what the fuck? No. So I'd rather just, hey, man, if I'm going to explain it to you and, and see and, and get to know you, let me get on the phone. So I would spend hours on the phone. And, um, you know, the girlfriend's like, holy shit, you just got home from work. You spent five hours on the phone. And there's people that, that I know. That, that even on Patreon or people that 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 I, I've dealt with in the past, I've been on the phone for five, six hours with them. It's like, hey, you know what? Call me next week. It's like fucking two in the morning. I got to work. So I would give these this time to these people. And the one person that really pissed me off, you know, there was someone that was really, you know, hey, I got this. I got this. And he would I met him in person, come to the facility and show me his stuff. And this is what I got. And he would bring them over and I would ultrasound some of his females because he thought they were gravid and they weren't. And. You know, I put a lot of time in this guy and other people would message me and I'm like, you know, I'd have to sort of pick and choose, you know, but this guy was so excited and spending money. And I, I figured, hey, man, you know, I can I can guide this guy because he's excited like me and like, fuck, this guy can, you know, with the right knowledge and, and not going through what I have. This guy could fucking be a superstar if he wanted to, you know, and I'm on the phone with him literally two, three times a week. For two, three hours at a time, because I, I don't shut up. You know, it's just hey, hey, hey. And it's just, one thing leads to another, and I get excited. I love this stuff. So I'm giving this guy, I don't know, six, eight, ten hours a week for four or five weeks. And you know, I'm 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 messaging some other people and talking to other people too. And I, I don't hear from this guy for like two or three weeks. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, hey man, what's going on? Oh, yeah, man, I got out. I'm like, what? Can I call? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what do you mean? Ah, it's just not for me. Too much work. I gotta go get rats and someone eating and that, you know. What the fuck? And you put all that time in. Yeah. And that's, and I'm like, you weren't going to tell me? Ah, well. So it's like, so, I, you know, you just take all my fucking time. And I believed in you. But meanwhile, there's people out there that could have had a, I could have helped or they might have made a decision that was wrong 
that they're going to find out the hard way when I could have saved it. But I gave all my time to this fucking jackass that treated my time like nothing. So then I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. You know what? You want my time? I'll give it to you. But you're going to pay me for it. And you know what? I'll I'm give it back to you when you buy an animal. And, and I know I've helped many people. I, I see the success. I know it. I can get discounts off of ultrasounds. I can get certain animals. You know, there's certain things. I want to take Patreon even better. I just don't have the time. Like, sometimes I feel bad because, like, it was a holiday this, this last Monday. I forgot to do the fucking Canadian Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. So guess what? I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, cool. And I'm, you know, sort of relaxing, getting stuff done. And at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot, in, you know, motivated motivation Monday. I'm, I forgot to make a post. Like, son of a bitch. You know, and I feel bad because it's like, damn it, I missed it, you know? And I even have like, you know, hey, don't forget the post. Don't forget the post. But something comes up where I'm on the phone. It's time management, baby. I'm not I'm not good at it, but, um, you know. It's a lot to juggle, though. It is. But with the Patreon, I, I know I help people. I, I know oh, I've taken people, you know, um, to, to – uh, I've saved them some time. I've saved them some stuff, you know, Um the Q and A's I have every two weeks, you know, which was another one this Sunday. I, I decided not to have uh, the one last week because everybody's at Tinley. So I figured, ah, you know what? Let's skip it. But, you know, two times a month we do a Q and A and it's usually a couple hours. Um, I got the uh, top two tiers meeting on zoom tomorrow. That's twice a month. I want to get some more um, stuff going, but it, it's so hard to coordinate with other people too. Like, you know, and, uh, uh, I'm not revamping it. I just want to add better things, and I want more response from people. But uh, there's a lot of people that send me their collections at the top tiers, and, and I look over it, and we go over, and I help them, you know, decide what to do or how to, you know, cut the fat here and make this better. And um, it's it's definitely helping them. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if people stay with me forever, great. If they use me to learn a bit and then don't need me, phenomenal. But uh, the discounts that you get off of animals, no one does. I don't care whose Patreon's out there. You, you don't get 15, 20, 25% off of any fucking animal. You know, like, like I, I sold uh, three um, desert ghost or not desert ghost enhancer clowns. Everyone got a fucking discount. All Patreon members. Sorry. I had a guy now. It's like, oh, I'd pay you more. I don't give a fuck if you pay me more. I'm helping fucking people getting discounts with animals that, you know, they, they can't really afford. And I put some on payment plans for fuck's sakes. You know, you, you, you call Fireball and ask him if you can do – I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm just saying. I, I'm just using it because he has it. I don't know if he'll do a 30-, 60-day payment plan on, a, on the one or two Desert Ghost clowns that he has. I'm not even sure, you know. But, you know, I guarantee you he won't give you 20 fucking percent off of it. Oh, hell no. <laughs> no. But, I mean, I do. For, that's what my Patreon is, you know. And, um, you know, I want people to go ahead and do well. And how do you do that? The more powerful animal – what does that cost more? If you yeah. can get higher end animals for cheaper because you're a part of a platform, I'd rather, you know, if I was all about the money, why the fuck would I sell, you know, $15,000 snakes to people for 12 when I can put them up and get 15? Yeah. It's clearly not all about the money. I'm huh? working with the people that save three grand because now they might even be able to get a female or use that for another male for something else, but it's saving them money. And it's consistent that. feedback that I get from a bunch of people. Billy loves to help people. Billy loves to give I, I back. I do, you know. And and but you know what? There's people that take advantage of you, you know. And, and that's unfortunate. But you know what? 
uh, because there's one bad apple out of 10, I ain't going to fuck the other nine. You know, right. um, you know, if it comes to like, you know, 60, 60, 40, I'd be like, Hey, I don't know. Man. <laughs> I, I got to sort of, you know, pull the reins back a little bit and be sort of, a it is not the move. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I've been very good. Um, I've sent people animals and they paid me. Um, I, I've done really uh, well with, with, uh, helping people. And I feel good about what I do. I, I do. Um, I give the advice to you and, and I tell you how I do it. I don't give you advice and do the fucking opposite. You know, Oh, you got to get into this gene. Oh, how many do you got Billy? Oh, I don't got any. Well, if it's so <laughs> fucking good, why don't you have any? Um, I'm, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's horrible, man. No, I, I do what I say, you know, and, and, um, not everything I say is, is the best, you know, I mean, I'm still learning. I make mistakes all the time, but I've done it enough to know that, Hey man, my way works. It, it really does, you know, but it's not True. the only way, True. but Patreon is something that uh, I'm proud of. I was the very first to pretty much do it. Um, and I got a lot of slack for it. Now everybody's sort of on board, you know, it's like, you know, I, I'm used to taking shit for stuff like cutting with scissors. I mean, I, I've been doing that for 10 to 12 years and, Fuck, I was that go-to guy. Like, oh, that fucking guy cutting with scissors in Canada, killing all his animals. Yeah, if you, cut, scissors, if, no. if, if you cut your snakes, you know, open and you don't let them pip, they, they're bad eaters. Oh, yeah, really? Fuck. You know, my, my snakes eat every two fucking weeks and they're bigger than most fucking people's. Like, come on. You know, it's so stupid. You know? It was a question in the chat too early. I don't know if you saw it, but they were asking about like hatchlings and stuff. Are you doing the hatchlings every other week as well, every two good, weeks? Good question. Yeah, so I've said this many times as well. Um, what I try to do is um, I do feed every two weeks, but I, I feed like I don't do um, um, uh, pinkies. I go right to hoppers. I mean uh, fuzzies, rat fuzzies. Okay. So they're usually big. When they eat, you see it. They look like a sausage in the middle. You can yeah. tell a day later that they ate. Okay. So um, if they don't do that, I get them on mice or ASF hoppers um, just to get them, you know. So I try always with rats. If not, I go to uh, another source like ASF or mice. Um, but uh, what I usually do, especially to get them started, you know, to get them to 150 grams to 200 grams, is I'll feed them every other week. And then one week, like uh, last week we didn't – sorry, this week we didn't feed. Um, I got uh, mice coming tomorrow and ASFs coming Saturday. So no rats. Next week is rats. So what I'll do is next week will be rats, which is the the, the, the normal order. And then the, the following week, I'll put a smaller order in for ones that just came out of the incubator, double feed. Well, not double feed, but feed for a second week in a row. And then I'll, uh, the, the, the week after, I get my normal one. So usually I'll give them three meals a month compared to just two. Um, okay. Sometimes, you know, if there's a customer that, 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 that's going out in a certain time frame, you know, I'll feed theirs weekly, but I might not give them as big as, as um, you know, like a big, a big fat, um, you know, I don't want to see an animal every week, especially a hatchling, look like a sausage weekly and, and look like that its entire life until, it, until I decide to put it on, you know? So if I'm feeding it every two weeks, I'll feed it where you can see. And then I'll usually throw another meal in, but um, sometimes when I do that, I'll feed it. I'll feed it uh, like a, a hopper or a mouse. I'll feed it something different just to get an, an extra smaller meal in, get some different type of, uh, you know, um, meal in, and it's done well for me. 
Gotcha. But and you normally, don't let a hatchling leave your facility under a certain rate, under a certain um, weight, right? Correct, especially with shipping. So um, I think 120 to 150 to me, depending on, on uh, you know, it, like if the animal came out of the egg at 110 and you want to ship it at 120, you're a fucking idiot. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's not ready. Oh, I get one meal in. Um, I, I saw somewhere today that, you know, uh, on Facebook, yeah, you know, does anyone have any help? I'm, I'm, I'm you know, how to assist feed. You know, I got an animal from Morph Market. I got it at 60, 60 fucking grams. I, I mean, like, I, I honestly really, you know, I, I want to make a board. You know, you know what you know what I should do? I should come back on Mondays and just fucking out these fucking idiots selling and shipping fucking animals, ball pythons at 60 fucking grams. I'll fuck I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't give a fuck if you're the best, biggest on the planet. You got the best name out there. If you are that fucking hard up to sell an animal at 60 and ship the fucking thing at 60 fucking grams, you're a piece of shit. You really are. I don't really give a fuck who you are. You know what I mean? That's a business model I will never fucking be behind. I will, it, it's not good for the animal. It's good for your fucking pockets and your pockets only because I'm the guy that deals with those people when they do call me because you don't answer your phone. Oh, it fucking ate here. Yeah, the one fucking meal, if it did eat at all. And then you fucking throw them to the wind and they fucking struggle and get stressed out. I fucking hate pieces of shit like you. I really do. And I mean, I'm getting old and, and I do well. I've got other businesses and companies. I'm almost going to get on the point where I'm just going to be the fucking asshole and, and, and come on out and, and just start calling out pieces of shit that, you know, are doing things wrong and just passing off, you know, you know, they make money and fuck everybody else. I fucking hate those gotcha. people. I really do. I really do. It's not fucking good for the industry. You know, you can't keep Mr. Big Breeder. You can't fucking keep an animal for another four or five weeks to feed it. Really? You're that hard up? Like, wow. Like, come on. Yeah, 100%. Or, you know what? If you did, stand behind your animals and help those fucking people get them to eat. You know? 100%. Fucking animals at 60. Like, oh, my God. I'd be embarrassed to even fucking list it. Like, Jesus. If I list an animal at 100, it's like, hey, yeah, I need some, you know. Um, I ship animals when I feel that they're healthy and and good enough. And, and like, you know, <laughs> you'll never see someone doing an unboxing of an animal, okay? <laughs> Hi, you know, I got a new fucking animal from Billy from Mutation Creation. I'm so happy. Here we go. Cut it up, open it up, open up the box, and they pull the fucking thing out. Wow, it's a little smaller <laughs> than I thought it would be. What the fuck? 400 people watching. It's like, I'm not buying an animal from that fucking Billy guy. That's, well, fucking, why would... It's the most worst thing you could do for your business. Shipping an animal at 60 fucking grams. What the fuck? Feed it, you motherfuckers. Sorry, I'm swearing, but uh, it pisses me off. Okay. Like, you, you can't fucking feed it. You can't put another five, ten dollars worth of rats in, you cheap brick. Fucking and 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 think about the well fucking being of the animal. Like, come on. Ah. Uh. You know, and these people have to go to Facebook for all those professionals. Well, well, maybe you just don't have the husbandry right. It's 60 fucking grams. It's probably lost 10 grams out of the fucking egg because it didn't eat for this guy. That's why he got rid of it. Fuck, so it didn't die on him, and he got money. Fucking, ah, oh, these people. Morph Market should have a fucking minimum. You know, you want to do something fucking Morph Market that, that's fucking, you know, bravo. You should not be able to sell an animal or ship an animal under 100 fucking grams. That should be a fucking rule. 
Honestly, that's just my opinion, but I fucking stand behind it. And I'll, I, I don't believe in it. I, I really don't believe in someone selling an animal under 100 grams. And I'll keep it for an extra two fucking weeks. And, and, and believe me, I had someone on my Patreon a, a while back message me and, and heard when, when I talked about this a while back. And he messaged the guy and said, hey, I want this snake. Can you tell me the weight? Yeah, it's 89 grams. Cool. Can you do me a favor? I'm going to send you extra money. Please don't ship it to me till it's at least 120 grams. Guy ships it to him the next fucking week. A piece of shit. I won't say his name, but I'll never buy a fucking animal from him. And he's got some nice shit. I'll never buy a fucking animal from him ever. And I'll, he just randomly shipped it without letting the guy know, too? Oh, he, he booked it and shipped it. He goes, hey, I have to ship it out. I'm like, wow, really? Fucking pathetic. You know? The guy was willing to pay extra. Hey, man, do me a favor for this. You, you don't have the extra. If you can't keep a fucking one, one hatchling for an extra month to feed it, you shouldn't be in this fucking hobby, motherfucker. Really? Like, it pisses me off. I, I, uh, like, I'm boiling right now. Like, wow. Like, it, it just it drives me nuts, people, you know? And, and, and anyone listening, don't do that. Do think about it. If you got an animal and it was 60 fucking grams, what would you feel? I wouldn't be fucking happy. So why would you want to do that to your customer? Think about how your customer feels, not how your wallet is. You know, oh, I got to fucking I got to clean a tub and feed it for an extra month. Who gives a fuck? That's your job. Make sure that the animal's healthy and the customer gets a fucking great experience from you. That'll keep your business going. Because all these people, oh, I do so well, I do so well. But people fucking talk, and more people are going to be fucking know that you're a piece of shit selling animals as fast as you get them out of the fucking egg. You know, you might be doing good now, but guess what? You know, I'm not buying from you. And I'll tell other people not to buy from you. And other people will do the same, and we should. Yeah, it made you know? perfect sense. It is. Yeah, I didn't mean to set you off. Yeah, yeah but it pisses me <laughs> off, man. It's like... No, because you know what happens? It's the end user has a shitty experience. They have to sit there and try to, hey, I just bought an animal from Billy and I got to assist feed it the first time I fuck. Like, what the fuck? Like, why? You know what I mean? Like, why should they have to go through that? They should get a healthy animal, you know? Right. Like, man, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Ugh. But, you know, if that's how they want to run their business, you know, keep running it to the fucking ground. You know, it, it's just how it is. So, ugh. you know, think of how you'd want to be treated, and that's how you treat your customer. Yeah, that's you know, golden rule: do unto others. <laughs> well, you would think so, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> some people just don't get it. Some people think they're bigger than it all. Like, ah, you know, I don't have to do that. Fuck them all. Yeah, you know, eh. okay, great attitude. So you touched on a little bit of this earlier, but like, what's next? Um, on the horizon for mutation creation. What we got coming up? What can we look forward to? Um, I'm looking at getting um, uh, another sort of uh, couple sort of you know facilities or working with people in, in, in the U.S. Um, so that I have animals. So instead of mutation, keep growing this way. I, I want to have it where um, you know, and, and that's one of the reasons, you know, it's funny because Patreon has been a lot more, um, you know, for me behind the scenes and, um, the two people that I'm working with, uh, right now, and there's a third that we're starting to get ready or seeing how we're going to organize it. Um, there are people on my Patreon, 
So through Patreon, I've learned people getting their asses handed to them, dealing with fucking every problem on the planet. And I get to see how they react. Like, holy shit, most people would have ran after the second fucking thing. You're on fucking the fifth fucking problem and you're fucking trying to learn. And man, that, that, that's good because you know what? I got my, my ass handed to me for six fucking years before I learned how to do it. No one helped me. I had no guidance. There was no social media. It was fucking a shit show. And you hear stories about the past. It was it was a fucking shit show. I don't even know how I last. I guess just because I, I I fucking wanted it so bad, and, and I don't know. But I mean, there's yeah, I heard many, a bunch of horror stories about the past. Many amazing people no, got out no, no, no. because of the bullshit, and they're just like fuck it. And and they were amazing breeders that loved this, but they just couldn't handle the fucking crap, and it was horrible. So I, I don't want people to go through that crap. So with Patreon, I've seen people, you know have a bad fucking day and throw it all away like what the fuck like you ain't meant for this bye you know i, I don't want to work with people that that are fucking gonna you know oh i didn't hit the mail in this clutch ah oh, this fucking hobby sucks crying like a bitch what the fuck like what about the other 20 fucking animals that you done like what oh no but this was the one i really want boohoo fucking who like wow you know what you ain't meant for this i can't work with someone like you that's gonna worry about the fucking shit the one little shitty thing and not fucking glorify the hundreds of things that went good for you. You know, I've seen people, how they spend, how they think, how they grow, how they market themselves there. I, I get to connect with them personally. Like, wow, man, you know, I know with my help, they can fucking go to another level, you know? And, and you know what? It's funny because there's, I, I've had a list for many, I, I've had two or three people that, um, you know, were like on my list. Like, hey man, like, hey man, I, I want to send you a fucking, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of animals and racks, and this is what we're gonna do, and you know, take you to another level. You know, fucking quit. You know, got off, did something else, and I get it, right? But um, you know, it's um, for me. So they quit after you sent them all the stuff. Oh no 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 before. Okay. okay. You know, okay. like or, you know, or something happened, or life got in the way, and you know, uh, and I get it, right? Um, there's certain, there's certain people that, I mean, I, I have like, wow, this person would be good and good. And when you speak with someone, you, you see what they do or how they comment on other people's posts or, you know, um, it, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's like my staff, like we always don't all get along, but guess what? You know, everyone that that's part of MC is fucking awesome. They have their own traits. They have their own things. And, they don't always do everything that I want my way. I mean, they have their own little unique things. And Austin is amazing at what he does. He breeds and he sees how, 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 how I do things. And he does things differently for his own collection. You know, I've learned so much from him. And I do this and, you know, and, and other people have their own skills and, and, and they do their own way, but at the same time, they're good people. And, and you know what, even though, you know, we may clash or butt heads, you know, at the end of the day, we laugh and fucking move on. Other people can't, you know, oh my God, that person said this about me and they're fucking hatred enemies forever. What the fuck? Like, get over it. You know, so <laughs> learn a lot of, about people, of how they do and how they talk about others. And, you know, you get a good feel for people. And, uh, you know, especially going into business with someone and, uh, you know, I know because I've been there and I've seen it. You know, um, if, any, if everyone had an extra $100,000 to buy snakes, what would you do with it? Buy fucking a hundred thousand dollars worth of snakes. Many people don't, but if you got it, you would do way better than you're doing now. Absolutely. So, 
Yeah. So if I can help the work in. do that, yeah. So, you know, I'm doing it slowly because I, I got to, you know, I mean, it's not like I'm going to have 50, but I, I do want to help certain people and, and get certain projects into, into different things. I'm looking at uh, a facility in Europe. Oh, nice. Um, you know, by the end of the year. So nice. facility in Europe. Um, you know, I'd like to have four or five by the end of next year in the U.S. Um, nice. And, uh, you know, mutation creation here. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm getting into uh, ownership, uh, a part owner of a, 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 probably the largest rat breeding facility in Canada that I, I, I know of, or at least Ontario. So next okay. level, that, that's up and running now. So, okay, dope. Um, you know, residual income there, husbandry pro keeps growing and it's, it's awesome. So, you know, eventually that'll be uh, residual income. Um, there's a few other little things that I'm trying to get into. Um, I'm the distributor for uh, the, the best. Co I'm going to say it, it's the best cocoa on the planet. Like it goes. I've used it all. Fucking what do you use? Go for cocoa. So okay, okay. Uh, I'm a distributor here in Canada. Everyone that touches it, it blows, rep the chip and rep the block and fucking everything else away. Um, and, and that's my opinion, but it's, it's also many others. It's, it's, it's awesome. And uh, so I'm trying to get that into the U.S. by the end of the year, uh, early next year, looking okay. for distributors and then start shipping it. It comes in two sizes. It's fucking amazing. So, you know, um, I got a great team. We're doing this. I'm, I'm going to start, you know, going down to smaller clutches, like 150 to 200 a year. Okay. But power ones, like crazy stuff and diversify, um, getting into a few other things, commercial real estate. Oh, nice. Um, um there's some other, uh, you know, avenues in the, in the industry I want to get into. Um, but when I solidify them a little bit better, um, and, and they do come to fruition, I can mention those. <laughs> But, okay. um, you know, I, I just want to have anything I can do in this industry to make it better, make it more affordable or, or make it more uh, helpful to people to to go to the next level. Um, you know, I mean, I got an amazing platform, you know, Patreon. And, and you know, I really need to put more work. In, and it's like, you know, I, I really want to have a meeting. I'll probably do that in the next month. You know, what do you guys want more of? How can I make this better? Like, you know, I mean what do you like? What do you miss? What, you know, I, I don't want to be like everyone else. And that's why, you know, like you doing this and then, you know, there's MJ and, and then there's, you know, um, um, Chris Eaton and there's so many other guys doing, you know, these YouTube lives and Instagram lives, you know, interviewing people. Uh, I had a big platform and, you know, fuck, I was getting two, 3000 views in 30 days or at the end of the week and two, 300 views, uh, viewers at a time you know, 200, 150, 200 at a time, which was awesome. Yeah, it's dope. Same thing, measure, you know, like having the same person on after they were on this person's last month and them, it's like, shit, I, I want to do something different. So maybe I'll just come on and just go through the chat sort of like I do on the Q&A and, you know, maybe we, we call somebody up or, you know, just be something, do something different. Like, hey, how did you get into ball python? So, yeah, I, don't know. I just want to do something different. I don't want to be just, oh, another another day, another thing. And, you know, it's just like me. I haven't done one of these. Fuck, it's probably been six months, seven months. I don't even remember the last time I did one of these besides my Patreon. Because I do I do this four times or five times a month on Patreon. I don't remember the last time I was on a guest. And I'm actually a guest on Flexing and Finessing on Saturday. Oh, nice. And then tomorrow nice. I got the live. So I got a live tonight. I got a live tomorrow from nine to usually 12 or one o'clock in the morning for the Patreon. 
Um, and then I got on Saturday, flexing and finessing, I think it's nine o'clock. And then Sunday at seven o'clock, I got a two hour Q&A for Patreon. So four days in a row. So fuck, it's crazy. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be on, you know, I'm going on Saturday, but do you want to see me again on someone else's fucking uh, a week later? And then another, and that's the thing. It's like, I want to do things differently, you know, and, and you know what, there's room for you guys. And like, I think MJ kills it, you know, with, with some of the interviews and, you know, Chris Eaton is Chris Eaton, man. He's just the master. And, you know, you know, it's just like, I I don't want to compete. I don't want to do the same thing on just on a different, you know, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out a different way to do things. Right. You know, cause everyone knows who I am and, you know, people can take, you know, a little bit of me, you know, you don't want to see me all the time doing the same shit. And sometimes like when I'm on, you know, I had Austin and a lion, they don't talk and I'm the one talking all the time. They're just sitting there, you know, agreeing with me and I have to fucking go at them and, you know, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how, if I do come back or how I want to do it, I want to do things differently, but I, I definitely do want to, uh, you know, I got another, sh- I got one or two more shipments going out in the next 30 days. And then, you know, November, December, December, January, February, March, those three, four months. I, I don't have to worry about shipping, um, you know, or, or stuff like that. I'll be doing long-term payment plans, you know, putting some sales up. Um, but uh, besides that, I, I want to sort of figure out how we can make our Patreon better, um, you know. And um, I, I want to know, and that's why I love the Q&A, because – I used to have to put content out hoping that, you know, it was useful to people and it might be, but if some people don't need it, I'm giving them useless information. So when you go on every two weeks, they're asking me in real time, Hey, <clears throat> Hey Billy, I, had, I have a, an opportunity to buy this or this to go with this. What do you think? Oh, wow. This is what I would do. Or, Hey, yeah, I like that setup too. yeah. And the thing real is, time it's feedback. Real, you know, it's real time feedback every two weeks. You have a question this and what's good about it. People are, are listening now. So when I was doing something like, you know, someone's like, hey, <clears throat> excuse me, what do you think about this pairing? Batman to a yellow belly pied. Well, great, but you're going to be making double hats. And then the spot nose you want to miss because spot nose pies are all white. Oh, you know what? Are they? Yeah. And then other people in the channel is like, what are you talking about? I got four clutches of it, you know, in the incubator. I'm like, yeah, well, when you hit spot nose in your pied. They're going to be white. Oh, fuck. I didn't know that. If I knew that. Yeah. Well, anyone that listened and didn't do it now know not to do that unless they want a white pie. Oh, cool. So it's amazing that, you know, people can ask a question and uh, they I can answer it to help them and other people listening or watching it later can can um, hear it and learn from someone else's question that they might never know to to ask. So sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And to me, like, I mean, I just talk, you know, um, so I would rather do a platform where and I think I want to do more of those where we pick a topic and uh, we do sort of like a Zoom and we can talk about that the, the certain thing to learn and answer people's questions and stuff, because um, that's better for me to say, oh, you know, I should do something about incubation. Let me do a video on incubation. And then there's 30 questions that people ask me about it that I didn't put in the video. It's like, fuck. Shit, I should have thought about that. So I'd rather just do, hey, let's talk about incubation. Shoot, what do you need? Okay, oh, that's good. Oh, that's awesome. Perfect. This and that. Perfect. Oh, oh, that's a good question. And we're serving a bigger purpose by doing that. And I think that's what I want to do with Patreon. Be more one-on-one and, and live because, you know, 
you're telling me the content you want and we can do it in live time and it'll, you know, oh, I, I'm going to, I joined Billy's Patreon and hopefully in the next month he, he, he puts a video up on how to, how to, you know, get tubs ready for, for incubating and I don't and you fuck it up, you know, where you can ask me in live, how, how do you, oh, this is how I do it. I can even show mm-hmm. you. I, I want it where you're not waiting for the fucking info I put out. You're telling me and I'm answering it, you know, that, yeah. that's what I want. You know, because it's for you guys, you know, 100%. And, uh, you know, I love it. I know people are benefiting. I know I've helped many people and I know I can I continue to and to get fucking awesome animals at discounts that no one else offers. You know, I, I would rather make yeah, less, put them in the. Yeah. So, you know, that, that that's just what I'm about. And, and the time I give, it's like I want to be there, you know, and, and give you my time to answer and help. So. That, that's what I try to do, and and I want to make it better, because I know it can be. It's just it's 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 hard, right? It's just you know, oh, what what do these guys want? You know, well, fuck, I'm just gonna ask you, and you're gonna tell me, and I'm gonna try to figure out how to do it. That's that's how I'm gonna do it, right? One hundred percent. Cool. All right, Billy. So I usually uh, once we get to the end of the show, I tell the guests to let everybody know where they can be found online. But I'm pretty sure everybody in the chat know where they can find you online, but just in case someone listened to it later on and doesn't know where to find you, tell everybody where they can find you online. Uh, sexy tattoo ball guy at OnlyFans.com. <laughs> you got some feet pics, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's free, baby. You got to pay for the membership. Come on now. No. Yeah, um, everything's pretty much mutation creation. Um, it used to be all mutation creation Canada, but then I got hacked. So I had, I think my Instagram now is mutation underscore, underscore creation. Um, but yeah, mutation creation, I, I should, I should pop up everywhere, but, um, Instagram, I use all the time. Facebook, not so much. Uh, I prefer Instagram. My Patreon is Patreon slash mutation creation Canada, I believe. And my YouTube mutation creation Canada, I believe also, but uh, I'm going to have to fix all that. Make, make one, but, um, gotcha. no. so, uh, I don't know if you saw Chad's comment. Oh, just about everything I've done with awesome. green pythons, ball pythons the past three years to you. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I love that because, like I said, I mean, uh, we we we've 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 chatted quite a few times over the phone. He's an awesome guy, um, and uh, you know, I know that a lot of people. Um, I get it all the time, and I don't even meet it. Like my 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 Patreon, I'm trying to teach people and give them information and and. You know, tell it real. If I don't know what it is, I, I have no idea. I don't like it. I'm not going to, you know, kiss your ass. Oh, I like Sunset because you do. No, I fucking hate it. I don't like it. Some things I do. Maybe I'll like it in the future. But right now, it doesn't work with what I'm doing. So I, I don't really like it. Uh, doesn't mean it's not a great gene. It's not. There's no money in it. There's, you know, it, it's, it's, it's never going to laugh. Sure it is. It's just for certain people. But um, YouTube... I just do videos. I just, you know, we put the camera on and just do stuff live and stuff. And I want to start doing different videos. And, and if when we have time, it's just been so swamped and busy. But I get emails all the time saying, hey, man, I'm a big fan. I've been following you. I've learned so much. And I'm like, wow. I mean, it's awesome how just being ourselves and, and doing stuff and just enjoying what we do, you guys are pulling information out that are guiding you. And, and it's awesome. And I think that uh, – you know, in the next few months, once I sort of get your guys' opinion on Patreon and what I should do and maybe do more lives or, or something like here's the topic and I can bring a guest in and we just talk about it like on a, on a Zoom call or, 
you know, something more, you know, tutorial instead of, hi, here's a video, watch it, fucking hope, hope you learn. Like, I, I don't want to do that. That's why I, I'm not really doing many of those. Uh, but I do want it to be interactive and I do want to show you guys what's going on. And, and um, but I do want to revamp it a bit and, uh, you know, start sort of advertising. Cause I've never really advertised the Patreon. Like, you know, like, you know, everyone else lately, it's like, Hey, join the Patreon and doing videos. It's like, fucking now these guys are, you know, everyone was, I don't even know how I came across it, but it was the first Patreon I joined. Yeah. It's awesome. I know. I appreciate it. And I, and I, like I said, I hope you're learning and, you know that you you been use the benefits and the discount. Did you buy your incubator? Your incubator. Your uh, did you buy your ultrasound through me? No, I ended up getting the contact from Amazon. Okay. Yeah, I think I might even yeah, have. I can't remember the timing, but I might even have it before. Leaving money on the table. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, um, I, I want to do a bunch of different things to you know help you know save money for you guys and. Uh, you know, I, I want you to learn. I want you to uh, utilize, you know, my knowledge and 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 anything that I can help um, to help, you know, go over your collection, to help guide you, whatever. Um, and it's good because now I'm in a sort of a down downward, uh, you know, from my time. I say that now, but watch me just as busy. But, you know, November, December, January, February, it's it's. A lot less clutches popping out, you know, no more shipping. There's a lot more things that I can work on and Patreon's right. number one. And, um, you know, there's, uh, I got to work on some new swag, I think too. Okay. So, um, but I, I'm glad that I, I, I have a, a, a platform that people are, are watching and, um, they know I'm real, um, that I, I can help them with their questions, guide them the right way, utilize, uh, you know, the discounts and some of the other benefits and, and stuff like that. And uh, I know I can make it better and I can't wait to do it, you know, and I, I want that feedback from you guys. Right. So definitely looking forward to that opportunity. Definitely. Cool. Well, Billy, um, I know it's getting late. I know you very, very busy, man. I appreciate you coming on. This has yeah. been amazing. Like, I've had a great time. I've awesome. learned a lot. I'm going to definitely go back and watch this myself. Uh, sometimes I don't go back and watch episodes right off, but I'm gonna definitely go back and watch this one like ASAP. Um, I really appreciate you coming. Yeah, on. my it's rant are probably uh, yeah. <laughs> like, you, know, you gotta check out. <laughs> don't be surprised rant. if you see a clip of the rant floating around. Hundred uh, percent. Like I said, like I don't do anything and regret it. I, I do it because I fucking mean it. Like I mean, I I I believe in something, and I don't think I'm alone. It's not like I'm saying, oh, if you don't do this, and like, what the fuck, Billy? I do have a problem with people selling, selling fucking animals right out of the fucking egg. I, I really do. And then throwing it into other people's and then letting them fucking deal with the bullshit and the problems and not being there for them. Like, 100%. it pisses me off, and, and I don't care who it is. I believe that. I don't give a fuck if you're the biggest breeder in the world. If you do that, I think you're a piece of shit. I, I really do. You know? I mean, you get to 100? Okay, I guess if that's if that's okay, cool. Me, the process I have to, to get it, you know, into the U.S., I like 120 to 150. The bigger, the better for me, um, you know. But um, anything under 100, I just think, you know, I, I think Morph Market should say, hey, guys, like, you know, there, there should be a policy where, hey, man, like, you know, animals should have a certain weight, especially ball pythons, you know, 100 grams minimum before you ship. It, it, you know, you know, if you care about the fucking animals, you know, it, there should be something, but it, then again, it's not morph markets fucking, you know, it, it, it's, it's the individual people. I mean, I'm just saying like, 
you know, Morph Market has a big, strong, you know, you know, if, if you want to do this and, and stay on it, you know, you should have to apply by these rules. I think that'd be cool, you know, yeah. but they're not obligated to it. I think it's, it's the breeder, you know, especially for you guys listening, man. Like, think about you getting an animal that small. Would you want to have your first interaction with a customer or a repeat customer? Would you want to fucking make them feel the way you did when you got it? I, I wouldn't. So think about what's best for you. You know, if you can't afford 10 extra dollars in, in, in mice and, and then four or five extra weeks to hold it in one tub before you ship it, you're in the wrong business, man. Think of the animals. You know, think about the customers, you know. It's just, you know, it's something I believe in and I'm strong in and, and you know, I, I won't change my story any fucking time soon. It's what I believe in and that's it. So. 100%. Definitely appreciate you sharing all this knowledge, bro. Definitely. And definitely appreciate you coming on. Also appreciate everybody in the chat. We're going to go ahead and get out of here for tonight. Cool. Again, thank you, everyone, for coming out. Billy, again, thank you for coming on. Can you hang out for a quick second? I can. We'll play yeah. it after real quick. Everyone in the chat, thank you all for coming out. Good night, everyone. Peace.